What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Happy New Year, 2023. We're back on the Coach JB Show live. Uh, excited to get it going. Uh, lots to discuss, lots to talk about. Uh, new sponsors, the whole nine. We're going to get after today's show. Uh, brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Get you 20% off. Welcome bonus today. The new year is here, 2023. Bet online, where the game starts. Monday night football game tonight. We are going to kick off the new Coach JB Studio, partnered with Slapdick Cigars, and a new sponsor, Kionis Builds. Go check them out. You're going to see an ad sponsor today for them. Uh, check them out. They'll be on my show. Um, he did a hell of a job uh, for our uh, new bar. Uh, we just installed it last night. Check the ticker. Kionis Builds on IG, the best bar builder in the business. They just built my new Coach AB Show Bar and Cigar Studio Lounge. Follow them on IG. Uh, Kionis Builds, Q-U-I-N-O-E-Z-B-U-I-L-D-S. Check them out if you're here listening on the audio side. If you're on the video side, obviously, um, you know where to catch them. Um Make sure you head on over there and check him out. This is uh, this, I'm excited to get back to the new year. We got a lot to discuss here today. Uh, make sure you head on over to CanadaDipCBD.com. Use the promo code CoachJB. Get you 20% off as well. Um, make sure you got on over there. CanadaDips, man. Best dip can you can get. The cleanest dip you can have. Make sure you check it out. Uh CanadaDipCBD.com. Without further ado, let's get right to it. Uh, everybody on TikTok, come on over to YouTube Live. We're joined in here live. We got a lot of football to discuss today, a lot of real talk today. Uh, you know me, real talk banter. Uh, we're going to get after it. Um, so make sure you uh, follow the show on all streaming platforms, plus on social media. We got a lot to discuss. I'm going to get to you the quote of the day before we get going. Quote of the day, it's a new year. And it's a blank book. It has 12 chapters, 52 obstacles, along with 365 pages. And you are the author. Just let that sink in. A little bit of a long quote. You know, I'm a little shorter winded than that on the quotes. But I want that to sit in on you guys. Because I don't know if you realize a new year is a blank book. Uh, and listen, got 12 chapters. That's 12 months for you guys that aren't very smart out there. 52 obstacles, right? That's 52 weeks. There's going to be some obstacles in those weeks. And 365 pages. Those are the days. And you are the author. You write this thing. You're going to write the book. Every single page of it. So let's make sure you write the good one and the right one this year. Uh, whole question real quick to get it out there. Are both the Packers and Bucks a real threat? Um are they a real threat? Just want to know your thoughts. Drop them in the comments section below. Um, man, Packers are playing well. Aaron Rodgers uh, is Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady's playing as good as anybody in the league. Throws for damn near 500 yards yesterday. Makes Mike Evans look like the greatest wideout in football again. Uh, check that out. And then uh, we'll get to contrary to belief after this. But we got to start off the show with a bang. Uh, appreciate Zach joining me. Zach, what up, man? Happy New Year, brother. What up, man? Happy New Year. Man, I've missed the internet. Uh, I really fucking haven't. I just got to say that. Um, 
What's up, man? I, I, I built a studio in the last fucking 13 days, built a damn studio right here at the house. And I'm like, screw it, man. Zach went and got one. I'm going to have to make me one right here, man. I'm like, screw going out. Hey, man, rent rent around here is a little different than out there, bro. Hey, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't rent shit out there. <laughs> hey, I was like, shit, I had, I had to... I had to get it going, man. And I've been gone like two weeks now. So you know how it is. You 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 miss one day on YouTube, you lose about 50 subscribers, 50 <laughs> members. So all you guys make sure you become a member again. Sign back up if you've been gone. And I'm gonna tell you, Zach, I gotta break this down. My membership's $1.99 a month. If you're that cheap and you cancel it for the 13 days I've been missing. You're a slapdick. You 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 need to go. And you know you buy ten dollars worth of Starbucks every fucking day. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> what's up, man? Any any uh any New Year's resolutions? I don't do that shit. You know what I do? I'm like New Year's resolution. No, it's the same fucking guy. I'm the same guy. Yeah, it's all bullshit, right? I mean, it, it's just no different than like the gyms will be packed for the next three weeks, and then all the all those motherfuckers go right back to eating pizza, drinking drinking high calorie beers, and and not doing shit active. No, I don't. I don't. I don't fuck with uh, New Year's resolutions. Yeah, I don't. I don't do it. I don't do it. Uh, I can't wait to dive into this. What do I know? Segment. I'm putting it on a t-shirt today on my on my website, CoachJBStore.com. Uh, but what do I know? I think you're you. I've heard on your show. I saw it on social media. I myself. I came out here before Christmas. I was like, "Don't be shocked if Ohio State uh, either wins or stays really, really close." Everybody's talking twenty-one and twenty-four. Yeah. I'm like, dude, Georgia hasn't played nobody. I don't know why everyone thought they had played a bunch of like stellar offenses. No, and I think I mean, the best defense they played all year was like Kentucky, who should have beat them. Yeah, I'm I mean, like, it, I'm like, it's, dude. it's the funniest shit in the world. You know, you know how fans are, right? Like, I came out two days before the game, and I said, "Listen, Georgia's not everything you think they are." And that, that was that was the me my message. I said, "I'm not saying Ohio State's gonna win, but we're acting like Georgia's this proven fucking badass team." I was like, "They're they're in incredibly unproven." And after the game, I mean, I had it all. Suck my dick, bitch! I fucking told you. I told you Georgia was it. I'm like, "Fuck you, mean Ohio State covered." <laughs> that just proved exactly what I said. They're uh, unproven. They're not what we made them cracked up to be. I got to be honest, man. You cannot be wrong on the internet. No. you uh, And you know what? You you can't be right unless, like, what I, my whole message, I said, oh, I don't know if Ohio State will win, but it's going to be a close game and Georgia's not as good as you thought. And immediately it's like, you were wrong. It's like, what? I was right. That was absolutely right. <laughs> hey, I'm going to be honest. Like, I just, I came up with this conclusion. You can't be wrong on the internet. Like, the bitch-made cat, keyboard, cowardly cats. Only yeah. talk shit when you are wrong. Right. I, I've never heard them come out and say, you know what, Zach? You were right. Maybe no, you were right. Nine times out of ten, you were right, Zach. But nah, you don't see that shit. The one time you miss, dog, you can't miss, dog, because they are the epitome of what I call bitch-made catness. Yep. That's what they are. Like they want it. They're waiting for you. They're sitting there trolling you until ah, JB was wrong. He was wrong with Stidham. Yeah. Like and you dog, know what? There's too many pussies out there. They don't stand in the paint. Like when I'm wrong on my show, I'm in there the next day. I'm like, let's talk about it. You, I'm, I'm standing in the paint. These these motherfuckers, they'll talk shit leading up to a game. After the game, they won't show back up to the chat. Oh, I know. 
I Where'd know. you go? I know. They won't show back up. The dog, I just, I'm just, I'm, I'm, it's unbelievable. I'm like, dog, I got to rebuild this whole, I got to rebuild the show. We're going to go live tonight for the Monday night game. We're going to launch the studio tonight because we're figuring out cameras and, and, and uh, sound. So uh, we don't want to be, start to show off shitty in there. So we're going to come out tonight. Uh, Sean Salisbury and I, I think we're going to try to do a little super chat of live Monday night football watch in the new studio lounge. Uh, smoke me a stick, tip me some yak. Uh, it's pretty sweet in there, dog. I, the, the guy I saw that the bar, the- man. That shit, that shit looks awesome. Yeah, dude. The, the guy that built the bar and shit, uh, Keonis Bills, I think he's in the chat right now. He, uh, he did a hell of a job. It came out perfect, uh, in there. And then, uh, you know, my vision, me and one young kid, man, actually built the whole fucking thing together, man. He was a hell of a, he's a hell of a, uh, he did a hell of a job. Um, yeah, man, I came up to the conclusion. You cannot be wrong on the internet. They will fucking wait. I, I posted a thing yesterday. Stidham's walking off the off the field yesterday talking shit to like McDaniels in a good way. Like I'm that motherfucker. Woo, 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 woo. And I posted a thing. I'm like, this is how you play quarterback. Not fucking walking <laughs> right. by faith like Derek Carr and all that BS. <laughs> and, uh, so first of all, I'm, I'm 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 castrated on this side. Why are you talking about his face? I like, shut the fuck up. I don't even talk about his fucking face. And then the other side is, oh, coach. As soon as the game's over, though, Zach, that didn't go too well. How about that? I'm like, first of all, did you hear what I said or listen to what I said? I never said that the Raiders were going to beat the Niners. I never said that Stidham was going to win the game. I never said any of that. I said, this guy's better fit for the Raiders than Carr is, and he already looks the part. But yeah. I don't know. You know, I'm just like, dog. And now it's like blown up on Instagram. These cats cannot wait to tell me I was wrong. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, gotta, wrong you gotta I love it. You gotta love it. You know what, JB? I, I heard, do you, you remember the coach from Temple, the basketball coach, John Chaney? Hell yeah. Fucking legend, right? Yep. When I was coaching at Temple, he came and talked to our team, and he said something that you can't say nowadays, but I think it's pretty true. Oh, yeah. He said they were. he was just talking about his team and recruiting. He said, you know what I learned a long time ago? Never re- never recruit religious motherfuckers. I was like, oh, shit. Did he just say that? He said, I had a kid one time. We drew up the last play, right? Inbounds to him, a little pick and roll. He's supposed to dish it out to the corner for a wide open three. He said, I, we passed it in. This motherfucker turned around and shot. Missed it. Air ball. Game over. I looked at him. I said, what the hell were you doing? He said, God told me to shoot it. Oh, shit. He said, that's the minute I said, no more God in my program. I am the one that tells you to shoot. God doesn't tell you anything. <laughs> hey, no doubt. Uh, I was just, I was just, I, right now as I'm live, I'm on live on TikTok and stuff. And, I, and then Instagram, I'm seeing my messages. I'm still, right now, I just got an Instagram and it pops up. But didn't they late? The Raiders lose though? Clown? Like, no, I don't know. I didn't ever say the Raiders were going to win. Like, that's the number one thing they go after, Zach. Like, it's unbelievable to me, dog. I'm like, this shit is crazy. Hey, let me add, before we get to some football that's happened over the last week and a half, and uh, let me ask you this. Mike Tomlin um, may have jumped into my top five coaches of all time uh, after what he's done this year that I'm just watching methodically just him creep in the fucking playoff mix with a team with no quarterback. What he demands and what he receives, in my opinion, Zach, is like unrivaled. Oh, yeah. A.B. A. B. was like a saint. A.B. was Derek Carr there. Like, oh, yeah, I mean, 
He leaves. I, he leaves him, and he's a porn star uh, woman beater. Like what? Yeah, the fuck? there's no know. doubt. I mean, I've heard that a lot from guys like Ryan Shazier and, and uh, Marquise Pouncey, and some guys, you know, players that I I knew that played there. Just the culture in Pittsburgh's different, and it goes it goes all the way back to Bill Cowher, and obviously Mike Tomlin's done an outstanding job. But it's just and and it's for, it's the Roonies too. I mean, it's the ownership all the way down. You think about it, Mike Tomlin was awful. At the start of his career, and the Rooney's just they they stuck with him. They they believed in him. That shit doesn't happen in, in professional or college sports anymore. The wow. culture in Pittsburgh's just different. It really is. You take over for Bill Cowher, another great legendary, like still mill, rough, square yeah. jaw. Like oh, yeah. you take over for that dude, and you're like, wait, I gotta <laughs> win a Super Bowl here after this guy. I mean, right. he's done a hell of a job, dog. He makes the playoffs this year. I don't know, man. They're playing well right now. They're kind of like the Packers. They're kind of like the Bucks. They're like that team that's kind of starting to win a few games. And now you're like, oh shit, they got they got the coach in Pittsburgh. They got the quarterback in Green Bay and, and Tampa. I don't know if we want to play these guys. Detroit was the hot, the, you know, the talk of the town until they got beat last week. They they put it back on uh, Chicago yesterday. Uh, your former boss, Urban, came out. Urban Meyer came out and said that uh, C.J. Stroud sees the field much better than Justin Fields. That made like a big time clickbait everywhere. Uh, you agree? I don't know if he sees it better, but but he he's a better pure passer than Justin. Obviously, Justin's a dual threat. I mean, he, he does a lot with his legs, but CJ's a better pure passer than Justin, and he might see the field a little bit better. I, I wouldn't even say it's a knock on Justin. I mean, the way CJ played against Georgia, it, it, that's the best I've seen him play in two years. He was unreal. He hit six out of seven deep balls just fucking. He was on fire Man, um, I was moving around ma making this thing i didn't get to see the game in totality i got to the final you know the end finally got to turn it on and relax but I, like you said man i uh i thought that their wideouts were going to be a problem and they stretched them every which way horizontally laterally vertically oh, yeah. you you name it and i don't think georgia had a clue um no. as long as cj got the ball out because i figured out the issue would be d-line for georgia getting to to him and i thought <laughs> ohio state did well they did. I mean, they, they, until that fourth quarter, once Marvin Harrison Jr. got knocked out, they, they couldn't find anything. But before that, they didn't have an answer. And I, I talked to Georgia's uh, DB coach, and he was like, man, if, if, if we don't knock Marv out of the game, we lose for sure. He was like, that motherfucker, we had no answer. No answer. Yeah, he's different. Uh, he's different. Um, so look, man, I, any bowl games that, besides that one right there, which was probably the best one of all of them, um, arguably. Um, I mean, the, the, the TCU-Michigan game was great. I, I just think Harbaugh pissed down his leg once again. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just don't know if he can win a big one. Lost a Super Bowl. He's lost this. He yeah. can't get past the, over the hump. Uh, rumors are from buddies that I know that, you know, the team got win. He was headed to the Colts already and kind of tapped out early in that game. Uh, and I was watching early in the game. I'm like, dude, the defense ain't even – Pursuit angles were horrible. They're trying to grab collars. They're not wrapping up. I'm like, this team don't want to be out here, man. And mm -hmm. I'm like, TCU to score 50 on that defense that played well all year. I'm like, ah, something ain't right. Um, that game, obviously, TCU playing Georgia in the natty seems like an oddball national title game. But I think Georgia ends up winning it uh, probably handily, in my opinion, now because there's no way – Kirby Smart has that defense play that bad again. Uh, yeah. Do you do you think Georgia has become the uh, I don't know the new staple of college football, or is Alabama still have to be topped? 
I mean, it, it, they're they're definitely making a case for that, right? I mean, just what they've done the last two years, and even when they lost the national championship, when Tua came in at halftime, I mean, they they're they're that team now. I mean, they they are the 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 Bama of recent. Now, Bama Bama did that shit for twelve years, though. That's the difference, right? Georgia's done it for two or three. Yeah, so right. They, they got to do it for a decade before we can say, okay, they're the new Bama. But because we saw Clemson, Clemson went on a four or five year run that was outstanding, but they that that wasn't a dynasty. And you look at what they did against Tennessee in their bowl game. Clemson's officially fucking broken. Dabo Dabo needs to clean house on offense. I mean, they went they they ruined DJ Uyungle's name and career, and then they bench him for this kid Cade Klubnik, who looked good initially until they started coaching him, and now Hepfucker goes out and looks awful. And it's like at some point. You got to stop blaming these five-star quarterbacks and look in the mirror. Like Brandon Streeter, the offensive coordinator, quarterback coach, has never developed a quarterback. He's never even improved a quarterback. Every quarterback he's ever coached has has declined in in performance, in fundamentals, and it's just like at some point, it's like, yeah, Clemson's gone. It's it's over unless they make some dramatic changes. I, I Jonathan Smith's good dude, good friend of mine. Um, grew up together. He's from SoCal as well. <laughs> He's a quarterback, played quarterback uh, like myself. He played it. He understands the position. I think I'll, I'm not going to be shocked at all if DJ is not only in the Heisman race this year just because his name's already there, but if he has any type of semblance of what he was supposed to be coming out of high school. Oh yeah. Um, don't trip. Don't don't don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be blown away by it because he'll get the best out of him and he'll be in a system now that you're gonna see him being coached up in like. He was in high school where it's just let him play, let him rip it. They're, they're doing something there. Like, I agree. I'm watching this Clemson thing. I'm like, why does he look so bad? Like, just basic shit. Like, I'm looking at, like, just two by two to the boundary, and they're, he's throwing wide side of the field with no skiffs. I'm like, dude, just, just take the boundary hits. Right. There's, no, there's one on two over here. Like, just yeah. take the boundary hits, dog. They're not yeah. zone dropping you. It ain't the NFL. Just take the easy money. He's throwing across the damn uh, wide side of the field, and I'm like, why are you risking this pick six over here? Right. I'm just like, dog, it, it's bad football. I don't know what's going on there, but uh, let me ask you this. Uh, you looking forward to, like, the Rose Bowl today, that day after New Year's Day? Like, it doesn't even sound – It uh, yesterday was the worst New Year's football day. Even though it's Sunday football, we're, we're, we're playing on Sunday. It's the NFL. But, last, but Christmas, a week before, they didn't play any games on Sunday. I'm like, what are we doing in football? We're not playing on Sunday and Christmas. We play on New Year's, no college. I like New Year's during the week, Zach. The weekend yeah, is horrible. I do too. But I, I, I thought about you yesterday. I'm watching, I'm watching my Browns play, and I thought about you the whole game because Carson Wentz has to be the worst fucking quarterback in the NFL, right? What do I, I mean? <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> I mean, I he's he's overthrowing a, a, a swing pass seven yards over a dude's head like i'm watching it like you're my only guest today you're my only guest today and uh i i, I was like man i gotta have zach on. i haven't had zach on i'm like I'm, I'm gonna be my i'm gonna be solo after zach leaves just because i gotta get back get the show back and i'm like this is something i want to talk to you about look at this list did you ever think that <laughs> that would be the starters this year what the fuck is blug Ain't that the Blau kid from uh fuck never where was Blau? He was somewhere. Fuck, I don't remember. Uh but I'm just saying, this is the list of starters, Zach. And I'm like, dude, Zach, 
Wentz is horrible. And but look, quarterbacks in totality, the position is god awful. But nobody wants to listen, dude. I'm like, hold on. So this fucking kid, David Blau, he was a backup quarterback at Purdue. Yeah, he's a kid that uh, he was the guy that got cut on uh, hard knocks earlier this year in Detroit. What the hell is going? Yeah, he has like the he has like the black uh, track Olympian wife. Okay, I don't know if you saw. I don't know if you saw uh, that hard knocks section, but he has like I don't know if she's black or if she's like uh, Puerto Rican or Middle Eastern. I'm not sure. I forgot, but she he's with her. And uh, I think he's a tech. I think he's from Texas. I think he's from Texas. Um, but yeah, that guy. I mean, this this list to me, I'm just like, dog. Like, this is bad for foot for NFL football. Is bad. I mean, that's awful. That's the worst list I've ever seen. I, I'm just telling you. But I've been saying this shit for I don't know how long, and nobody. Oh no, football just because you know we don't have enough time now because of preseason. Shut no. the hell up. Hey, hey, what? what I watched on Sunday, Carson Wentz is worse than all those motherfuckers. All of I them. Told you. I told you, dog. He's horrible. Wild. Damn it. 2017, he was the shit. I'm like, not really. I said, if you notice a trend in the NFL, you know what happens when you don't have game film on a quarterback in the NFL? And yeah. he's in, he is in the NFL, FYI. I just want to make sure you're clear on all the naysayers out there. The guy is still in the NFL being paid money. Um, to play in that highest level. So, obviously, he made it here. He was worthy of something. Yeah, he's obviously talented, right? In the league, yeah, you got talent. You're in the league, Zach, as you know. You don't got film on a dude. Like, it's pretty hard. A lot of boxers, I don't know if you've watched boxing. <laughs> Steve Kim always breaks it down. Guys that are last-minute draw cards because the guy didn't make the weight or whatever, you, you got to call up this guy. Hey, Zach Smith, you want to box and make a meal ticket tonight? Oh, that's Sure. <laughs> And you knock me out because I've never even fucking seen you. And you come out left right. uh, Southpaw and fucking catch yep. me. Like, dog, we don't have any film on you. Well, right. it's the same thing. Carson Wentz didn't have no film on him. Everyone was like, okay, this guy comes from a FCS. We don't, uh, whatever. And he had a decent year around a hell of a team that ends up winning a Super Bowl without him, by the way. But, you know, he, he, he had a big part of that season. And now look ever since. Baker Mayfield, same way. Kyler Murray, same way. Lamar Jackson, same way. Justin Fields, same way. Justin Fields, I'm, I think he's Walter Payton. Fuck, that's what I think he is. I mean, he's unbelievable in the NFL. He, he can't throw, but he – now he can, he can throw. He can't pass. Right. And if people don't realize there's a huge difference in passing and throwing, he's not a passer. He's a thrower right now because he's still learning this position, but – He's a freak of nature out there. They can't. He's running for like two hundred a game. Like, what Crazy. the fuck are you doing? He had a hundred in the first quarter in the NFL, though. Yeah, he had a hundred in the first quarter. I mean, fucking <laughs> ridiculous, ridiculous, Come on, man. I'm like, it's just, oh. it's just crazy to me. Like, we we know Carson Wentz is not very good, right? We know that. And they had this he Taylor Heineke or whatever the fuck his name is. He's winning games. All they got to do is win these last two games, and they make the playoffs. And they pull him and put in Carson Wentz. And and hey. I watch what I watch, and they lose to my Browns, who are not very fucking good. <laughs> hey, I'm 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 really confused. I don't know if you've if you've heard this or seen this. Um, I got to share this because I was going to share it on the show, but I got to share it now. Um, are you kidding me? This they say this guy, he didn't know.
He did not know they could be eliminated. <laughs> like, you got to be kidding me, dog. There's no way. I like Ron Rivera, but there's no way you don't know you could be eliminated today in a playoff game that you started a kid that nobody has any faith in. And Heineke, to be honest, brought the energy, in my opinion, and they won five out of six. And I'm like, you guys are a real threat right now in, right. in Washington. And now you start Wentz again, and you could just see the team was deflated. Like, oh, oh. let the air out. Like, this guy ain't going to do shit for hey, us. It was that first pick. Denzel Ward undercut and outcut. And the minute he did, the whole team was like, oh, this motherfucker. Here comes this motherfucker. Just, I mean, I, I don't know how hey, you do I that. I don't know what's going on with the audio on the video sharing, but uh, all, I, all I'm telling you is he said he did not know they could be eliminated. By the way, later on, about two hours later after that video, he was eliminated. So, um, <laughs> I guess you don't need the bit, the audio on that. But, yeah, it was bad. Uh, I don't know, man. What what bowl game stuck out to you, though, in college, other than that Ohio State game, Michigan, obviously? Um, Alabama beats the shit out of K-State, as I predicted they would, just to show the world. Because I thought Michigan would beat TCU, and then I would say, okay, Saban's making a statement that you should have put his ass in the playoff. Right. Um, what, what other games stuck out? Or stood well, out, and 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 a two parter. Are you either even gonna watch the Rose Bowl today? I mean, I'll probably watch it just because I'm a, I'm a football junkie. But I think I think what you're seeing right now is is kind of what I talked about all year, and it's year in year out. Every year, you never really know like how good is the SEC this year, how good is the Big Ten this year, right? You you never really fully know until you get to bowl season because all they do is play each other, cannibalize each other. It's like, all right, how good – my whole point going into the, the college football playoff semifinal, how good is Georgia? Like, who have they actually played? And you're watching some of these games. I mean, Iowa blanks Kentucky 21 nothing. Iowa's fucking terrible. They're awful. And they blank Kentucky 21 nothing. The SEC is struggling right now outside of Alabama and Georgia. I guess Tennessee got a big win. But, I mean, South Carolina gets beat by Notre Dame. I mean, it's just a bunch of bad football. It really is. I – I'm be honest. I've been saying this shit. This watered down as hell. Anyone can beat anybody. But you know, you got the naysayer on uh, Twitter. Oh, uh, football's better when it's no, it's not. Parody doesn't mean it's better. I, yeah. If it's good parody, good, yeah. But we're not seeing good parody, bro. We're seeing awful football across America. I'm just like, I, no one's even playing these games. Like DTR did not play for UCLA. I don't believe the quarterback. Yep. And they lost to Pitt, I think, right? I didn't even watch the game. I didn't even know they were playing Zach. I'm like, dude, what? I don't even know the game. When is SC? Play? I thought SC was supposed to play Tulane. Yeah, no, they something happened there. They 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 said no thanks. I think Wait, they're not playing. No, I think they I think they are playing. God damn! I'm like, what? I thought they played before the playoff. Now they're we're playing these meaningless games after the playoff. Yeah, so yeah. not only that, though, Zach. You're not even seeing the best brand of these teams that we do see. Like the quarterback's not playing. They got opt-outs. Let me ask you this question. If you did not play in the bowl game and you told me you're opting out as the player telling the head coach, you're telling me I'm out. My boy Sark, uh, he allowed uh, the B. John Robinson kid on the sideline, chilling, talking, relaxing. No. No. He opted out. Do you allow that? I, I, no. I, 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 let me hear yours first. Do you allow the kid, and you recruited this kid. You love the kid. You know the kid. You sold his mom a pipe dream to get the kid. You've given him NIL money. Like, 
Do you let the kid on the sideline? Do you travel the kid? Do you feed him? Do you water the motherfucker? No. I don't know. No, if, you, if you're going to prepare for the draft, go prepare for the draft. Take your ass to San Diego or South Florida. Get, go to Exos. Start doing your fucking stupid little 40-yard dash start training and get the Ladder. fuck out. Ladder with hey. the guru. Yeah. Appreciate everything you did for us. Now get the fuck out. You quit yeah, on your team, I, you're not. You're definitely not going to stand on the sideline and be a distraction to my football team. Fuck no. There's no way in hell no. that I'll give you a fucking squirt of piss because I've given you my blood already. Yeah. I've already given you everything. If you're a real one like we are, and you fucking sit there and make sure you're there at 2 in the morning when you knocked up the fucking girl on the volleyball team, and <laughs> then your boys robbed McDonald's and you were in the car and you called me at 3 in the morning, talk. <laughs> Man, so I save you from all that shit, and you can't give me the common courtesy for a fucking reach around. Like you can't, you can't, you can't fucking play in my game for me. Are you worried about getting hurt? You're not even gonna be a first rounder, motherfucker. Like, come on, man. That's the best. You know what? Nick Saban hit hit it on the head. Hit the nail on the head. He said, "There's too many guys out there that think like." sitting out and training for the, the 40 for an extra month is going to help their NFL draft stock. What they don't realize is the most important thing to go to the NFL is playing football. And so we got Bryce Young, Will Anderson, all these kids playing for Alabama because he, he, he convinced them and, and he's right. He said, what the fuck you mean? You're going to sit out. You're not going to sit out. You're going to go to the sugar bowl. You're going to beat the shit out of Kansas state. And people are going to say, wow, Bryce Young is him. He is the number one overall pick. And that's what happened. Right. You watched that game and you said, damn, yep, I'm taking Bryce number one overall. I, I didn't say that until the after the bowl game. So it, it's it's just fucking stupid. You could get hurt that, training. Don't, don't you have like don't you tie that into his culture and what he's established? Absolutely. That's why, in my opinion, Georgia has not surpassed them because of this type of thing that's still happening in this day and age, in this era of NIL jump and hop out into the portal era all his main guys played that could play yep. like he he don't get opt-outs they they play for the guy at 70 years old he has more of a thumbprint and a more uh understanding of the heartbeat of that team than these 30 year old cats that cannot get their kids to play in a bowl game for him and they're number five one spot away from the playoff again and he gets those guys to play easily. They could have opted out, right? Easily. Easily. Yeah, um, their, their culture is unmatched. And speaking of young coaches, I agree. Did you see what's going on at LSU right now? No, I've heard. I've seen a TikTok, but I didn't get to watch it. What's going on? Bro, the, the rumor is, and it's coming out to be true, at the SEC championship game, their receiver coach, their director of player personnel, their star receiver, Keyshawn Booty, and one other guy all ran a train on one of their recruiting girls at the hotel. Wait, 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 wait. The coach and his That's player people. ran a train on a recruiting girl. Wait, the coach and say who? It was a, a coach, a director of player personnel, some other dude, and their starting receiver, their star receiver. Like the coach and the receiver were fucking a girl together. So they're sitting in there battling swords. Battling swords with, with this recruiting me. girl. And, it, you know, it, it was bizarre because that kid, Keyshawn Booty, he he announced he was going to return for his his senior year. He wasn't going to go to the NFL. And then, like, a week later, after the SEC championship game, he said, never mind, I'm opting out of my bowl game, I'm going to the NFL. Everyone's like, what the fuck, why? 
Come to find out, he got kicked off the team. And, and the girl just resigned. What? Wild shit. I've never heard anything like it. So this like, girl's working there. A girl that works there. I can't even I can't even fathom it. I can't even imagine. Like me and one of my players running a train on a girl that works at Ohio State. What the fuck? Yeah, Doc. I, there's no way I mean, you're going to be in the same room with me and a female player. No. But that's, hey, Zach, that ties up this generation. That ties up what we're seeing, though. Not this yeah. generation. It ties up what we're seeing, I guess, this era. Like, these coaches want to be these kids' homies. Yeah, oh yeah. More than no ever before. There's no doubt. It's, 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 it's honestly, it's, it's been a trend for a while, right? It's go out and get these young coaches that can relate to kids in recruiting and, and they talk that talk. They, they act like they're, they're boys with them to try to get them to sign. And then they don't turn that shit off. They just remain like they're boys. Like that, that's their, that's their homie, like you said. And it's just, that's not a football coach. No. Hey, this guy on TikTok right now, he's like, Coach, you told the mom that you were going to take care of his son no matter what. No, I didn't. I didn't say that I'm going to pull my pants down and let you butt fuck me, motherfucker. I said I'm going to help you and look out for you and get you graduated and get you to the NFL and get you a degree, and I'm going to make you a better football player and a better man. I didn't say I'm going to do all that, and then you fuck me at the end and not play in my bowl game. And not only that, what are you talking about? But hold on, not only that, how's that not taking care of the kid? The kid's, uh, exactly. gonna, the kid's going to the NFL. Care the kid. <laughs> yeah, the kid's going to the NFL. Go, go have, go, go train. Go. I got you where you wanted to get. Go right? to the NFL. How did I not take care of you, dumbass? Yeah, you did. No, that's oh, it blows my mind. Are you looking forward to this natty TCU uh, Georgia? It seems like a weird game. I uh, just because TCU, it, I guess, isn't you know the normal team that rolls off our tongue when we discuss natties in, in this BCS yeah. era, our college playoff era. Uh, are you looking forward to it at all? I mean, I'm, I'm obviously looking forward to it just because it'll be interesting to see if TCU can, can kind of replicate the success they had against Michigan because Michigan was a really good defense going into that game, and they, they made them look pedestrian. So I don't know that they can do that against Georgia. It feels a lot like 2014 when we won it all, where we played Alabama in the semi, and once we won, it was like, all right, they're going to be national champs. We just got to go play this game. That's, that's what it feels like. That Ohio State-Georgia game felt like the national championship game. So I, I can't imagine that TCU really gives Georgia a run. Uh, but, I mean, this is this is going to be the start of a dynasty. I mean, you're watching it. I think it's the third or fourth team since 2000 to repeat as national champs. It just doesn't happen very often. Um, Harbaugh's trending on, on Twitter and everywhere. Um there's there's rumors saying he he got hired as the as the new uh, Denver Bronco head coach. Yep. Um, I don't see that. I think he's a cult. I have yet to see that happen, but we're gonna find out. Um, my boy Sark had a little interesting uh, little exchange over the weekend. Um, I don't know if you got to see this. Uh, oh yeah. Um, what do you have to say about that one? I, why, why do people make this such a big deal? I, I don't know, Zach, this is my take on it. And we've, I, and I'm pretty 99% sure you agree, but like, it's kind of like you're, you're fucking trying to take the steak out of the dog bowl. Like yeah. why they're eating, right? Like, yeah. why are you messing with this man? He's not at your job fucking with you. I don't understand why cats think it's okay. So I, I actually have talked. And I'm like, look, 
He's like, JB, the, from everything I've heard, the dude was fucking with him in the tunnel for the last 15 minutes. Probably. So then it comes out and this happens. But by the way, this is number one, Zach. Why, why nobody has said this on mainstream media? Why have I not heard anything? I do know why. Because these cats on ESPN and all this shit never played. So they don't they don't have a clue why. But this is the common coach in me, and you will say the same thing. He coached at UW. He wanted to beat his former boss. Like, why is this not talked about? Right. Right. And, and it's you know what you know what's funny is like these, these bowl games are hilarious right because it's like whoever that guy is that's telling him not to go it's like who the fuck are you i'm gonna take my team out whenever the fuck i want to take my team out like you, because your tv rights fuck your tv rights i my my grandfather he told me a story back in they went to the rose bowl and they wanted they wanted uh ohio state to run out first so then they could see usc run out and like get intimidated or something and the guy's telling him, go, go, go. And he said, fuck you. We're not going anywhere. And the guy got all pissed at him. He's like, he, he, used to, he used to say it all the time. Like, no one controls what we do but us. Like, we're playing in the game. We'll come out whenever we want to come out. If we miss the opening kickoff, we'll get a penalty. Like, why this guy felt like he should stop Texas? And never mind that. Don't put your hands on somebody. Now, Sark overreacted. But don't just don't touch, don't touch other people. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't get it. Like, if Sark was out there like, that, banging you with right. his elbows prior to that? I get it. But you, you, I don't know. Here's what you were talking about. This cat just showed everybody involved uh, in that LSU deal. Kayshawn Booty, Cortez Hankton, the coach, uh, the director of recruiting, Corey Phillips, who I know, Corey, associate director of player personnel, and Destiny Wilson, on-campus recruiting. Um, Man, that's, she that's be fine. She better be bad. Hey, that's that's four cocks to one to one female. I don't, I, I'm out. Exactly right. I, I'm not. I'm not going to be in that one. Uh, but again, this is the out of touch, fake, disgenuine coaches that we continue to see across the landscape of America's college football. If you don't have a how, I would be. I don't even, Zach, I don't even know where to begin. I wish a motherfucker would is what I, I, that's all I could say. I wish one of my coaches and my trainers and my ops guy did that shit under my watch. Like, how is Brian Kelly, how are these big time nine, ten million dollar a year dudes allowing the fuckery that's happening underneath their watch on a daily basis blows my mind. Yeah, it's, it's. It's wild. I mean, I can't even I can't even fathom that meeting afterwards. Like, you sit down, your receiver you coach. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You did what? <laughs> like, I wouldn't even believe it. I'd be like, no, 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 no. You, I must be confused. Like, what wait, the fuck? you bring them all in at once? Oh, I, I'm I, I'm gonna make it real uncomfortable. I'm bringing all five in. I'm gonna go tell me exactly what happened, like act by act. Hey, this mother Brian Kelly, he might. Switch accents and be like, show me what happened physically. Yeah, right. Show me. me. You spit in her mouth. Show me. Do it again. <laughs> Do it to me too, Destiny. Right. Do it to yeah. me, Destiny. Brian, uh, Brian Kelly walked in and said, "All right, I'm Destiny. Show me what you did." <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Destiny right here. Play with my belly button like it's a clip. I'm Destiny. <laughs> hey. Oh fuck, dog. Hey, the Broncos fired Nathaniel Hackett over the break, right after, right, be, right before Christmas. Uh, 
I'm going to be honest. If, if Harbaugh goes to Denver, it's because Walmart paid him a lot of money. And I, But I've been saying it. Harbaugh's gone, dog. I, he did what he could do, in my opinion. I don't know. I think he's a good coach. No question. I think he's a good coach. I think he's better suited for the NFL because of his uh, mannerisms and, and, and character. Um, but having said that, I think he's beat Ohio State twice, man. He can walk away into the sunset. That was that was his natty. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, he, he that's ain't to win it anyway, and he's going to have an excuse as to why my resources aren't Alabama, why they're not Georgia. If, if you don't give me this, I'm not going to be able to beat them. Da, 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 da. I'm going to go to the NFL and make $20 million. I think they're going to – I think somebody's going to pay him $15, 20000000 million. I mean, there's, there's no doubt. And people lose sight of the fact that Michigan has never been Alabama or Ohio State. Like, they, they won one national championship in the last 50 years, and it was a split natty with Tennessee. They didn't even win it outright. So he just brought Michigan back to, their, to where their ceiling has been, right? Two Big Ten championships in a row, beat Ohio State twice in a row, like made the college football playoff. Like he brought him back. He he did what he was supposed to do, bring Michigan back. And now he can go right off into the sunset and get that NFL money. No, I agree. I I don't know, man. He was he was in the Super Bowl. He he he's he's been undefeated in college. He's he's got a hell of a resume, but at the end of the day, I I think Colts fit him better than Denver. Um, I don't see him and Russell Wilson. <laughs> I don't uh, know. They might get along perfect because they're both weird fuckers. They are. They're both. But I just don't see that. Let me ask you this. Going back to this LSU thing is making me think. Like, didn't Ed Ogeron, good friend of mine, didn't he get fired for similar shit to this? Yeah, basically. Some sexual it was sexual assault shit. I mean, this is. What's going was, on in LSU? Uh, bigger hey, picture. Hey, them Creole folk are different. <laughs> damn. Uh I don't know. So, so the Natty or uh, Rose Bowl today, you is Utah, Penn State. I don't yep. even know anymore. Yeah, it is. Uh, you think that's going to be a good game, or is there like twenty opt outs? I don't think Utah opts out either. <laughs> no, Utah doesn't opt out. They, they don't. They don't have an opt out caliber player. But um, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 haven't, I haven't looked at Penn State to see who's who's playing and who's not. But I'm I'm excited to watch it. I think Drew Aller's going to be the quarterback, which is their quarterback for the future. And that's the cool thing about these bowl games, right? Like you watch Clemson. Uh, Tennessee, you watch Oregon, North Carolina was a great game. Those really? games are all precursors or previews to next year, right? You had Drake May and Bo Nix, both of them going to be back next year. And in Clemson, Tennessee, you had Bo, uh, Bo Milton versus uh, Cade Klubnik, both going to be the starting quarterbacks next year. So it's, it's cool to get a preview for next year, but that's all it is. Like this, this Rose Bowl doesn't mean shit for the 2022 season at all. No, nah, I don't. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. I I do this. What do you? What do I know now? Or what do What do I know? Segment. And I'm like, I've been looking around. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, I can't wait to. I can't even wait to get into this. <laughs> How disrespect! Like that is the XFL that did that. Like, oh that's got to be – I know Derek Carr is ready to, like, just go run into a – he's going to run into some school and just ah! – like, and this guy might be one of those crazy-ass weirdos. Um, I don't know, man. But Kyler Murray um, put this tweet out a while ago, and I've, I've heard from multiple sources, like, uh, <laughs> this is why oh, – That Larry can't be real. Carroll. Is that real? <laughs> Yeah, dog. This is why Larry uh, never returned, though, to Arizona. <laughs> yeah, 
I've actually know somebody that knows somebody, and uh, Fitzgerald hates Murray. I'm just telling you right now. And there's a reason. Well, of course he, he does, because Larry Fitzgerald's a grown ass fucking man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like dog, there's no way. I don't know about the tweet and if it's fake and all that. What I do know is though that Fitz hates that dude. And there's a reason he retired and didn't go back to the Cardinals because he said he refused to play for that guy at quarterback. He's the most immature leader he's ever seen, but he's not a leader. He said that's just by, you know, you're by default a leader when you play quarterback in the NFL. Like there's no fucking roundabout way of getting out of it. So uh, I don't know. I don't get it. Um, We're going to see. So you you got Bryce Young, number one. Uh, I I do too. I thought he played well. Um, You got CJ too? I do have I I wouldn't have until I watched that 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 bowl game that Peach Bowl he was he was out of his fucking mind I mean scrambling making plays navigating the pocket shit he hasn't done for two fucking years shit that I've bitched about every week on my show he finally did it all and I mean he put together this is the best game I've seen out of a quarterback from Ohio State maybe since I got there in 2012 he was just fucking lights out so I'm taking him number two overall and if he did that you know all year I would take him over Bryce. But he he didn't. So there's a chance that was a fluke, right? So I'll take him second behind Bryce for sure. Hey, before I let you get out of here, let me ask you this. Tom Brady almost goes for 500 yesterday. Mike Evans, who I think is a top five receiver in football, period, when he's healthy, uh, looked like number one guy yesterday after Justin Jefferson got locked the fuck down by Zaire Alexander after they talked shit and said, I will lock you down. You're overrated. Hey, dog, it ain't bragging if it's true. Right. If dude's going to call you out and lock you down, if you're the number one wideout and Mike Evans is over here going for damn near three hundo and two, three tubs, yep. like, there's an argument to be made. I know you have some great guys in the league. Who's your favorite? Who's the number one receiver in the NFL? I mean, it's hard to argue with Mike Evans. Obviously, recency bias kind of kind of catapults him to the top of the list after what he did yesterday, but... I mean, he he's right there. I mean, and it's and then you look at guys like Devontae Adams, like he played with Derek Carr or like Terry McLaurin. He played and with he fucking. Broke, I think he broke the Raiders' record single season. Right, and with fucking Derek Carr, you know what I mean? Like, and you look at like Terry McLaurin. He's got fucking Tyler Heineke, Taylor Heineke, and fucking Carson Wentz. So it's tough when you talk about just a pure receiver, like who's the best actual receiver. I think there's there's a bunch of guys that you could state a case for, but it's hard to argue with Mike Evans after what I watched yesterday. Yeah, he looked different. Uh, Devontae, I think, is is I, he's probably my top. Devontae's in my top two. I don't know who I put first. Like I like we said, he had a horrible quarterback in the car. Uh, Stidham looked like he was much better uh, than than the kid yesterday. I was like, dude, but but this guy throws for five hundred yesterday. Uh, looks like he's thirty. He's forty fucking six. I, I just don't know if people understand this. Um, but this stat right here is unbelievable to me. He he's been in the NFL as long as he's been alive. Yeah, I saw that. I, I talked like, about that on my show. It's crazy. How the hell is that? Like that is unbelievable. <laughs> it's uh, crazy. It's crazy. He's now he's been a starting quarterback in the NFL longer than he hasn't. That's just unbelievable. It's fucking to me. wild. Like dog, he's gone through <laughs> generations of quarterbacks. That have come and failed, oh. failed, 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 and this dude's still doing it in the NFL. And I'm just like, dog, you got to be kidding me. Uh, so breaking news, um, Derek Carr. This is not breaking news, by the way. Is, I'm being facetious and a dumbass and a shit talker like I am. 
which I love doing. This guy, Derek Carr, unfollowed his organization, the Raiders, on all social media platforms. That was such big news that they had to report it on Twitter from their media. I'm just like, dog, is this really breaking fucking news? Like, is this something we I need can't to talk stand about? That shit, man. Hey, fuck I can't Ukraine stand and it. Russia fighting. Let's go. Let's talk about Derek Carr unfollowing the Raiders. I, it's just ridiculous. They do that shit in recruiting too. Like, oh, he took Ohio State out of his bio. It's like maybe he just wanted to change his fucking bio. Shut up. He unfollowed the Raiders. Well, I don't know. If I got benched, I might not want to see all the tweets about the new starting quarterback. What does that matter? Let me ask you this, though. You're a guy who claims to walk by faith and all this stuff, Derek Carr. I'm confused as to if you walk by faith so heavy. How are you not staying and allowing this thing to turn out to be? It's a marathon. It ain't a sprint, Derek Carr. You know this if you're a faith-driven man. Why are you so now losing faith? Did you lose faith in the organization or your ability? Like, I'm trying to figure out where your faith went all of a sudden. So you don't practice no more. So basically, you quit a, a job that you get paid to do. Like, hey, dog. Matt Ryan got benched too. You know what? He's on the sideline with a headphone on talking to the youngster. Like, well, I mean, you're getting paid to do a fucking job and your job is whatever they tell you to do. I mean, that would be like if I work at your corporation, JB, and you say, hey, I, I'm not, I'm not going to have you do the, the, handle the accounting. I want you to just, you know, oversee it. Just revise it when he's done. What am I going to say? Eh, fuck you. I'm out. Like, no, I'm getting paid. It's my job. Okay, you tell me I gotta I gotta oversee. I'm gonna oversee. That's my job is to do what you tell me to do. Hey Zach, how many times have you been on a at Ohio State or at Florida or wherever? And and and, and the head coach demoted a guy. He didn't fire him. He demoted him, and he gave him a shit job, like a younger oh, yeah. kid or something. And he's he's smoky face. He's walking around the office. He's sad as hell. But you know what? He's doing his gig because what are you gonna do? You're gonna you're gonna quit being my GA. You're gonna quit being my my wideout oh, yeah. coach, and and now you're gonna coach a tight end special teams, which is a demotion in our business, as we know. Tight end special team coach is the fucking guy <laughs> that can't do nothing, and he's the guy that's doing most of the organization for recruiting or trips or whatever. But he's coaching special teams, getting paid quite a bit of money. Uh, I don't understand. This is the culture now, though, dog. We yeah. are living in an era where cats are so worried about peer pressure because of social media, they will quit their job over keeping a job. It's crazy. I guess you got to be a millionaire to have that kind of fuck you money. But um, I mean, I've seen it a a dozen times where a guy gets demoted. I've I've been around coaches that were, you know, coached at Notre Dame, Ohio State, Cincinnati, and they get demoted to off the field. And it's like, all right, well, what the fuck are you going to do? You can go get another coaching job or – or you can't. do the job that the head coach told you to do. Yeah, or you can't get another job because right. this guy's gonna because Urban Meyer's weight name carries the fucking weight. Yeah, a little he bit. He may make a call and say, "Hey, dog, I demoted this dude and he fucking bitched out." Yeah, right. There's no doubt. Hey, man, New Year, 2023. Uh, there's been a lot of shit going on. I, there's a, there's so much shit going on with all this uh, Tua concussion. Yeah. Uh, but what do I know? I only did a video that went viral a couple of months back, and I said, dude, they might have ended this dude's career. Oh, no, Coach JB, you don't know what you're talking about. But the, do you see Tua coming back? First of all, is Tua – was he – I've never thought he was. I've always said he's 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 not the guy. Let's pump our brakes. He has two of the greatest 
fucking fastest track star wideouts in football, period. Yeah. Take those guys away. Two is a three or four and 13 starter. But I'm going to be honest. Coach, he has the best QBR. Shut up. I watch him play. Do you? He throws the ball laterally. He throws the ball fucking deep to Tyreek Hill and Waddle, and it's all underthrown. They're all underthrown. Oh, yeah. Yep. And I'm like, he's not accurate at all. People think he's at every crossing route I've seen, me and Sean Southbury, we break them down. They're, they're here, and the, and the guy's going across, and they're back. They're back. Like, dog, he's not accurate. He doesn't have an NFL arm. Uh, Joe Theismann tweeted out yesterday that arm strength's overrated in this Carson Wentz character. Did you see the Joe Theismann tweet? Oh, <laughs> dog. I love Joe Theismann. He's like, and everyone's talking. That's what the era, the era Zach, of these kids blatant disrespect to their elders and the people that set the for the foundation for them to make more money than ever before in this league is mind-blowing like these yeah. cats come on twitter under his post and are talking shit to joe theisman like <laughs> i'm just like dog you gotta be shitting me you have your parents never beat your ass no doubt. That's all There's it is. No That's doubt. what it really comes down to. Straight out. That is yep. what it is. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Uh, and he, he's like, he said the same thing you said. He said, bring this Tyler kid in. He don't even, or Taylor or whatever. He don't even know his right. name. I'm like, dude, but the list we saw, these quarterbacks, dog, we don't, there's no legit, Tom Brady just looked like the best quarterback in football yesterday again. Well, you know what's crazy is is when I look at a list like that, I think about all the guys that were great college players that didn't make it. And you're like, how the fuck do we not have Cardale Jones somewhere? I mean, he's got to be better than some of those names, right? Or is yes. I mean, yes. I watched him in college. He was, he was pretty good. I mean, I'm yes. not saying he was an NFL starter, but he's better than fucking what Blau? What was his name? Blog. He's definitely better than Blau. Blau. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. What are we talking about? And Blau. there's countless, countless quarterbacks like that in from college. It's like, where the fuck did they go? Hey, Mike Tomlin, uh, if he gets in the playoffs, dog, I'm going to be – it's going to be unbelievable. That's in your neck of the woods out there, Pittsburgh, Ohio, Ohio area, Pennsylvania. Um, dog, he is basically shitting on the Cleveland Browns organization if he gets them to the playoffs and you got this Deshaun Watson, $250 million dude who yeah. looks like hammered dog shit, like I said he would. Uh, there's no way I said this guy plays under the immense pressure he's under fighting all these charges and all these other allegations or not charges, allegations. Let me clarify allegations. Um, that is going to be the ultimate fuck you. No. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, just the Browns two years ago. I mean, they, they, they made a decision. They, they wanted to be a playoff contending team and they went out and, and, you know, made great moves with getting Denzel Ward and getting greedy Williams you know, Miles Garrett re-signing Nick Chubb. They have Baker, then they then they fix fixed the Baker issue and got Deshaun Watson. And you're looking at it like, damn, they're gonna finish last place in their fucking division. <laughs> last. Last. Like Raven fucking Ravens, Steelers, Bengals, all of them playoff caliber teams. Browns, awful. Man, uh, that's crazy. I, I don't know, man. I don't know if Harbaugh goes to the uh, Broncos. If he does, hey, I I'm hearing that Sean Payton was in line to be offered a gig. I heard that the Saints still own the rights to him, which is crazy to me. And they want a bunch of first-round picks and all this other shit that Denver can't give them. 
So maybe this is where they went. They went round. They went another route and went to after Harbaugh. I don't know. Um, but he's gonna get a shot. Leaving Michigan. Prediction. I, yeah, I think he is. I mean, he tried to leave last year. Yeah. Now, now, Vikings. full disclosure: If I'm him, I'm not going anywhere. My quarterback's back. My star running back's back. My defense is back. I'm not going anywhere. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go one more. I'm gonna run one more. Now next year, I'm, I'm fucking out of town. I'm gone. <laughs> Oh yeah, see, I didn't. Yeah, you know more about that shit than me. I didn't even know all that. See, I I don't know if these guys care though anymore. Like, well, he doesn't. I mean, he he had it last year, and he he was. I mean, he was begging an NFL team to take him. So I I don't think he thinks like that. But just me personally, I'm gonna run it back one more time because my whole team's coming back. Yeah, it, it's interesting, man. I don't know. It's gonna be crazy. Uh, bowl games today. It's, it, you got you got the uh, is I guess at CLSU or I mean T, I mean uh, CCU. Up, oh, fuck, Tulane. Um, is that game on too? Yeah, you, you got some really, really a barn burner first in the the Re- Relia Quest Bowl. Really excited for that Y'all one. Y'all know the names of these games, dog. There's said no. Jimmy Kimmel Bowl shitting me. Wait, what are we doing? What are we doing? Did you see, did you hey, see did the you bar see the Tony bowl? Tiger fucking bowl? Do what? Tony the Tiger has a bowl. Did Man. you see that? The only I didn't see that. The only bowl game that I like is the Barstool Bowl because they 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 roll all their personalities out. Like they had that big fat fuck doing the coin toss. They had the, other, the other dude was running to get the tea. It's like <laughs> this is fucking awesome. Hey, uh, so Mississippi State, Illinois. Uh, yep. Bealum assigned a re up. He got a re up deal. He got more money. He got a couple million more a year. LSU Purdue. That'll be a very interesting game after the findings of all that happened over there with the trainer and the and the, and the recruiting lady. I got to go look up Destiny. Um, no, she she's she's kind of bad. Oh, okay. Uh, I gotta yeah, I gotta see that. She must have got an NIL deal. Had to have. <laughs> had to have. Uh, she gonna uh, be good. She'll start her OnlyFans. She'll be fine. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Uh, Penn State, Utah, SC, Tulane. So at least you got some New Year's, what would have been yesterday's games on today. Yeah. And they start right now at 9 a.m. on the, I guess they're at 9 a.m. Pacific, uh, Mississippi State, Illinois. I mean, I'm yeah. not looking forward to any of these games. No, no. I mean, I'll watch it. I'll watch it, but. Yeah. I, I might watch I, it. It's just, it doesn't make any sense to play games after the playoffs start. It's like, Why? Like we're watching the end of college football with these four teams. Why? Why do I want to watch Mississippi State Illinois play now? I I, I don't get it. After the weekend we just had, I'm gonna watch yeah. fucking Tulane SC. Like you know, fuck no. Come on, man. I, I I don't know. I don't get it. Um, but tonight's game is gonna be very good. I'm gonna do a watch party on my show tonight. Uh, the Bills and the Bengals. This will be a great game. That's got to be the game of the of the year so far because they're both. Playing for the one seed in the East uh, or in the a- in the in the AFC, uh, who you liking that one? I'm taking the Bengals at home because if they, if I, I think I read if they win they clinch, and and once they if they win if they win that game they clinch they can rest everybody next week. So I I I like Cincinnati at home. Hey, I gotta get your take before you get out of here. Um, I'm gonna put that on a t-shirt too before you get out of here. Uh, I always love I love saying that shit. Lawrence, Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, uh, from last year to this year. Oh, yeah. Is he more of what you thought he would be? Or are you thinking um, this guy is, uh, he has the makings to be something good, special? 
I think I think he has I think he does have that. He just needed coached. I mean, he he was going to have a rough year because he got such poor coaching at Clemson. I mean, such poor development that you knew he he was going to have to get a big time quarterback coach to work with him. And obviously, Urban's whole fiasco didn't fucking help. But the, I kind of look at this as his rookie year. I know it's not, but if we want to count last year, that was a fucking debacle. That was unfair to that kid. So I'm looking at this like it's just rookie year. I mean, eight and eight and in the playoff hunt for fucking Jacksonville. I, mean, I think the Titans. Yeah, it's it's. I I think the kid's going to be really good. I do. I, I think they beat the Titans next week. They get in the playoffs. Interesting. That is to me why I think football's watered down. The Jags are going to get in the playoffs. Uh, the the Packers may get in after the horrible kind of just methodical bad year Aaron Rodgers and these wideouts have gone through. Um, and then you, I just got to ask you an NFL perspective, like. The Eagles are down uh, the last couple games. Uh, Minshew looked pretty awful. They got beat by the Saints yesterday. They did not clinch. Um, leaves Cowboys' hopes alive. Uh, dog, like, who's going to win the NFC? Like, the the the, 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 the Raiders explo- exposed the Niners yesterday for what it's worth because yeah. they had the best defense and – you know, I mean, the Eagles have just played so well. It's it's tough not to pick them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Kaiser. How how has the competition risen? How is the competition rising in the NFL? I, I, I'm confused on what that means. Uh, <laughs> there's no, there is no uh, rising of competition in the NFL, bro. Uh, they're they're in there already. It is what it is. So I don't know about that one. Zach, before you get out of here again, uh, this guy, he wants to know, because he he loves Justin Fields and the Bears, and yeah. I get it, Zach. As you were said, you know, as they told you to fuck off after Ohio State lost the game the other day and how they tell me, I don't know what I'm talking about with Stidham. Um, <laughs> like, give your take. Be honest. J- Justin Fields, do you see him in this thing for the long run? Is he a guy that can – Win a Super Bowl because I don't think people understand, Zach. We are in the NFL for one reason, and that is win a Super Bowl. It ain't to it ain't to win games. I'm tired of hearing this shit. Lamar Jackson, he's a winner. No, he's not. He hasn't won the game. Like no. either as 99% of these dudes. That's why I put Eli Manning at such a high in my in my regard, he's up there in a one percentile. He won two damn Super Bowls. Like, name somebody. It's on a hand. It's on one hand how many guys have got multiple Super Bowl. So, like, do you see Justin Fields doing this thing? As good of a kid as he is, I tried to get him to Indy after he left Georgia, and he won the appeal. So I was always talking to the kid and his grandma, and he's a great kid. Uh, freaking nature. I would love to coach oh. a kid in college, right? I would love to oh, yeah. Like Lamar, I'd love to coach him in college. If it's in my offense, I want these guys. Yeah, right. In the NFL – Nah. They're going to struggle. Well, it, you're you're absolutely right. I think the only the only caveat to Justin is he has the lowest fucking budget offensive line, the lowest budget skill set around him. I mean, he he's got nothing. And so I don't know if he can be an NFL quarterback, but I know that we couldn't possibly know with the shit that they roll out on the fucking field with him. That's that's what I know for a fact. Let he might not be. Though. Why yeah. does he get a pass and not? Daniel Jones, because his O line is god awful, and the Giants yeah. and his wideouts are even fucking worse. Oh, I get—he gets a pass from me. 
I know, I know he does. I'm just saying that's what you see on social media. Oh, though. Yeah. All oh, you yeah. see, I'm like, wait well, up. So why aren't, why doesn't Joe Burrow get a pass last year from taking that team with no line to the Super Bowl of all places? Yeah. Well, and I, I, Daniel Jones has the worst coaching staff in America over the last four years, and now they get a new coach. And what has he done? He let he's leads the NFL in QBR over the last four weeks. He's thrown for 1,200 yards, and they've won. And they've clinched a playoff berth in the, in the Giants, which I I think I, I don't know what I'm, you know. But what do I know? I think I said this fucking three months ago, but it is what it is. Uh, Daniel Jones looks pretty good right now. I don't know if the Giants are a contender uh, in this thing, but uh, I think NFL is wide open right now as far as the playoffs go. I don't yeah, know what you think, go. but uh, what's up? Are you, you back on today at 12? Back on today at 12. How's the studio? It's good, man. I got to finish getting it set up. Got to get a mural painted, you know, all the, all the shit. Yeah. But it's cool. It's going to be, it's, it's going to be sweet. When it's shit, huh? And then try to keep active so you don't lose fucking oh. 50 members and shit, right? <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey man, I appreciate you, dog. Uh, yeah. wait to hear, see your show. And, uh, Steve Kim, man, he's a new subscriber to you. He like, he loves your shit. So he's uh he's on Jason Whitlock every day. So Hell he, yeah. uh, he, he's the guy you, you met last week on here or before yeah. we went off, but he, uh, He's fucking smart as hell now. That guy knows shit now. Oh, you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not just because he's Asian. I tell him all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate you, Don. Happy New Year. Yeah, happy New Year, bro. All right, bro. All right. Uh, Zach Smith, as always. All right. Look, we got to get to the show. Uh, there's lots to discuss. I haven't even got to start. I had to get him on. I had to get Zach on, man, uh, to talk about the college landscape and what was going on. I haven't even started the show off. I gave you the quote of the day. Uh, poll question, are the Packers and the Bucks a real threat to win some uh, playoff games and go to a Super Bowl? Contrary to belief, brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and get you 50% off welcome bonus. Contrary to belief, uh, overthinking kills happiness. Contrary to your belief, overthinking kills happiness. I just want to make sure you're clear on that. Contrary to belief, be a realistic, be a realist, be a realist about the big things. Life isn't a movie. You need to have a plan, have an ambition, but a hustler and an engineer's mindset. You got to have a hustler's mindset and be an engineer. It could be a street engineer. I don't mean you have to be a fucking USC engineer, but you got to be an engineer in this street game, in this business, in this life we are now in, which is the social media life. And you better figure out how to engineer this thing and uh, figure it out. That's just what I'm telling you. Failure is when you don't fucking try, contrary to your belief. Failure is really when you don't try. That is the definition of it. It ain't failing because you're out there busting your ass trying to get it done. At least you're trying. A lot of you cats won't even try. You've already quit and given up. It blows my mind, especially you, this young generation. And I don't know how the grown folks allow the shit. How are we allowing it? It blows my mind. So that's just what it is. Um, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. That is true shit. Failure is when you don't fucking try. Um I don't know how, how else to say that. A lot of you guys don't really understand it, but it is what it is. Contrary to belief, don't let the ugly in others kill the beauty in you. Contrary to belief, don't let the ugly in others kill the beauty in you. We got too many motherfuckers hating on social media, dog, and it is what it is. Uh, 
it is what it is. I, I don't understand why you don't grasp that. Um, but we'll, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Last Chance Q is back in full swing. So make sure you're staying right here on this channel for Last Chance Q. Sean Salisbury and I are breaking down a bunch of new film that we've got over the holidays on all these NFL quarterbacks. We're going to start showing a shitload of film every show. And uh, we're going to try to do a live watch party tonight for the Monday night game. And we're going to break down the two quarterbacks that were that'll be in the game, Burrow and Allen. And we're going to do it from the new studio right here in the Slapdick Studio, Coach JB Studio, and Cigar Lounge that we've built. And uh, we're going to let you have a sneak peek of it today, uh, tonight at 5 p.m. Pacific during uh, the Monday Night Football game. So make sure you join in. We'll do a super chat. Check it out. Um, Derek Carr unfollows his team, and the XFL puts that out. Here we go. The XFL Vegas Vipers. Hey, I'm going to be honest. Big nuts here. Big nuts here. Um, Big nuts for the XFL to drop this on their Twitter. I mean, Derek Carr has to be so pissed off at life right now. He's got to be the most pissed off human right now. Like, let's be honest. Who has the balls to drop this on their Twitter? It's pretty impressive. I got to be honest. Pretty impressive. Um, I thought it was comical as hell. I thought it was comical as hell. Uh, that just is what it is. Tom Brady looked like the best quarterback in the NFL once again as the Bucks win the South. Daniel Jones leads the Giants into the playoffs, as I said. But what do I know? And Aaron Rodgers leads the Packers to an unlikely playoff appearance. Um, we already know TCU shocked the world, as I believe Harbaugh is headed to the Colts or the NFL. And Georgia wins a thriller and is on track to win another natty. Do you think they take over the college landscape as the best program in America? I just asked Zach Smith that. Make sure you tune back into this show and watch our Zach Smith and I's conversation about that in specific. All brought to you by betonline.ag and candidatecbd.com. Um, I need to dive into this what do I know segment, all right? Um I'm going to make this a daily segment because this is just, I got to, I got to, I love the dick writers on social media. I do. You guys, I'm telling you, you guys tickle my nutsack. I'm going to be honest. You guys tickle my balls by the shit you guys say. First of all, none of you know shit. You don't know anything. You work at Walmart. You work at Dunkin' Donuts. And there's nothing wrong with working at those places, just so we're clear. But I don't go into your job and tell you how to make a devil's food donut. I don't go in there and tell you how to do that. I don't go to Walmart and tell you how to check out faster because we have a line. I don't do it. I don't know your job. But it's funny that you dive over onto my side and tell me how blatantly wrong I am. Just flat out, I'm wrong. But you can't provide me the resume. That is what blows my mind. That is what blows my mind, all right? So what do you know, all right? But what do I know, all right? This is me, Sean, and I love this segment right here. But what do I know? Um, brought to you by CandidateCBD.com. Use the promo code COACHJB, all caps. 
I called Daniel Jones and Brian Dable getting together, and I said before the season, they're probably a t- playoff team. Um, first of all, I said they're a seven-win team. Then they surpassed that, and I said they're going to be a playoff team. They made the playoffs. I said uh, Daniel Jones is going to have the best season of his career. He's going to have some foundational consistency in their head coach, Brian Dable. That has all happened. Um, but what do I know? I just want to be clear as to what I'm talking about th- right here, okay, just real quick. Um, I called Kyler Murray. I called that situation. I told you he's a mental midget. He's garbage. I said he's never going to be a guy. Everyone, oh, you're a hater. Really? He's no longer playing. He's hurt. I called Lamar Jackson. I love Lamar Jackson. I think he's a freak of nature, you know, but I told you he's not a guy that's sustainable. He hasn't played in weeks. Their team has lost the last few. They look very bad. I made a viral video months ago when Tua got his first concussion. They brought him back in, and the viral video blew up, and 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 I said all these things, and everyone thought I was crazy and talking shit, and then guess what? What now? What are you saying now? See, I'm confused as to why nobody hits me up and tells me that I'm right when I'm right, which is in this business, I'm talking about this stuff that I talk about in this quarterback profession in football. I'm 99% right. Uh, 99% 100% of the time. But I don't hear you guys coming and saying that shit. Now, some of you guys do come out and say, but what do you know, JB? Which is a, a, which is a thing. And I appreciate all you guys that come out and bring up the shit that I've said before. And I appreciate that. But having said that, it's a lot of the motherfuckers that come out and look for the one thing I got wrong. But they never say shit about the right shit I said. I think I've called out Derek Carr. I think I made that clear. They benched the guy. But what do I know? How shitty he was. Carson Wentz. um, Carson Wentz. I think I've called him out. Baker Mayfield. I think I've called that one correctly, but yet I give credit where credit's due. I thought Baker's first start with two days uh, in the playbook with the Rams was as impressive as anything I've seen this year, but that was short-lived, right? I mean, let's be honest. He's been looking pretty shitty since. He had a decent game against the last game, um, but but – you know, he didn't look good against the Packers. He didn't look good yesterday. The Chargers waxed him. He looks like the, the regular Baker. But I think I've I've been correct on that. Uh, I have called the concussion and Tua shit out. And now it has become what I said it would be, unfortunately for him. I love the kid and his family. I, I, I hate to see what he's going through. But I said it on a video three months ago. And then I think I said Joe Burrow is as good as it gets. And I've been saying NFL quarterbacks are as bad as I've ever seen. So I want to start off the new year by saying that. So I want to start off by saying all this. So everyone fucking knows this is the same old JB. Nothing has changed. There's no New Year's rocking resolution. None of that bullshit. Just more real talk, raw and uncut motherfucking banter. So strap up your seat belts, put on your hard hats, and let's put on some Vaseline on your soft skin because you're going to have to toughen that shit up to be on this fucking show. It will be the best show on the internet as long as you spread the word and blow this shit up with my New Year's studio coming together, almost done and ready to go. 
We will figure out the cameras and the sound uh, here shortly and try to get that thing full go. It's damn near done. And we're going to be as grown and sexy this year as possible. Men and women alike. So go out there and drop your nuts and show your swag like Stidham did yesterday for the Raiders. And uh, not like Russell Wilson crying that his teammates finally fucking paid him some, came to his defense. I think Russell Wilson paid some of his players and his teammates to come to his defense. Because I don't believe anybody's coming to Russell fucking Wilson's defense. (laughs) I'm going to be honest. I don't think they're coming to his defense, dog. So having said all that, happy new year to everybody. Um, Like I said, you can't be wrong on the internet. The bitch made cat keyboard cowards of the world. They're only going to talk shit when you're wrong. They're never going to say shit when you're right nine out of 10 times. And and, uh, that's just the epitome of bitch made cats. Tom, Mike Tomlin is moving up in my top five coaches of all time. Um, What he's done this year with no quarterback is unbelievable. And I got to get to this. uh, See, this is how we manipulate social media. There was a graphic put together, and it was put out saying that Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, put out a top-tier dunkers of all time. And since then, he's come out with a bunch of people have come out blasting Shaq, of course, right? What do we, What does Shaq know? He don't know nothing. He only played in the NBA fucking highest level and probably the most ball-dominant player ever. Probably played with some of the greatest players of all time. He's been in all the generations, all the eras. What does he know, right? You guys know much more than him working at Walmart. But he's come out and said, that's not my fucking list. Here's what the list looks like. So he put out the best dunkers of all time, all right? And obviously, we know we can fake the blue Shaq symbol up here on Twitter. He came out and said, that's the worst list. I never put that list together. So there's been people like Jason Whitlock and other people have come out and saying, what kind of list is this, right? So any list, though, I just got to be clear, any list that don't have Sean Kemp above tier four, Four is an absolute joke. So I'm just giving you my two cents on this thing. Any list that don't have Sean Kemp on the top tier, it blows my mind. So I'm just going to be clear. I think Dominique Wilkins, Vince Carter, Sean Kemp, uh, Dr. J need to be on the top along with and then you drop down one, and I would put Jordan, Kobe, uh, Blake Griffin, Sean Kemp. I mean, uh, what's his name for Denver right now? Light-skinned dude in the middle on Tier 4. Clyde Drexler. Zach Levine got a lot of credibility for the last few years for what he's been doing. And then you got Spud Webb, who was just, he's Kyler Murray dunking a basketball, even smaller than Kyler. What he did has to be above tier five. And to be honest, Isaiah Ryder, J.R. Ryder, to a lot of you guys, I don't know if you know who that is. Um, the, the tier six blows my mind. 
Westbrook. You got guys. I, if you're going to be in a top-tier dunker of all time, I think you have to have won a dunk contest. That's just my opinion. Because if you don't have the balls to do the dunk contest, like LeBron, LeBron, we know you can do probably anything, but you never did the contest. So it either lacks confidence, which you do lack confidence. You got small dick syndrome. You lack confidence because you can't create anything with an imaginability to it, and you don't want to do it because you're just too good. Well, that shows me something. You got small dick syndrome, and that's why you pass the ball at the end of games instead of shoot the fucking ball and put it on you. That's why, in my opinion, LeBron ain't nowhere near my top five of all time, and I'm so fucking over the hype of this motherfucker. He's 38 years old. He scored 47. Good job. Kobe scored 61 on his last fucking year uh, game at 40. But what do I know? Um, I'm just making sure we're clear. I think LeBron's a freak of nature. Uh, I don't believe he's on any top five list of mine and anything. And I don't care if he passes Kareem. He came right out of high school. Take four years of Kareem's college years off away from that. And Kareem's so untouchable with points, it's unbelievable. So I want to make sure we're re- we're putting this thing with some relevance to it. He played, he didn't play fucking high school. I mean, college. He came out of high school. Imagine Kareem coming out of high school. What the fucking record is right now? What the record is right now if Kareem came out of high school? Do you realize that we're not even talking about this right now? You understand that, right? You understand that, right? I'm just being clear here. He did it with less games in an era where you don't get clothesline driving the lane. Come on, dog. Miss me with this shit. You don't. Oh, this motherfucker has had no turmoil in this in this NBA's generation era. You can't even play fucking. You you can't. It's zone defense is allowed, dog. You allow zone defense in the NBA now. <laughs> There was no zone defense, so we're clear. There was no zone defense when Kareem played, by the way. Just want to be clear. So, I know he played 21 years. (laughs) What does that mean? You do understand, if he didn't play four years of college, he would have played more years in the NBA, and he wouldn't have had the wear and tear on his knees. You do understand this, right, fucking mental midgets? Holy shit, some of the takes you motherfuckers make are unbelievable. Having said that, make sure you become a member once again if you haven't. Subscribed or re-upped, make sure you do it. The best $1.99 you can spend. Go on over to the Coach AB Show and subscribe today and get back to being a member. Um, appreciate everybody joining me. Been off about a week and a half. Uh, Make sure that you spread the word. We're back full go. I can't wait for the new studio to get uh, fully done with the cameras and, and everything. The show, is, the studio is basically done. It's unbelievable. It looks like a fucking cigar bar. I'm just telling you right now. I should charge motherfuckers to come in and smoke a cigar. Uh, it doesn't even look like a part of the house. I'm just telling you. It is a full-on cigar lounge. And I'm be honest. People saying, damn, JB, you built your outside up nice for the dogs and chill outside. Then you built this now. You know why I did that shit? So I don't have to go around people, homie. 
Have you not figured that out? I don't go out because I don't want to be around fake, cowardly, cunt people. So I build it at my house. (laughs) People get, and I tell my boys that, and they're like, damn, makes sense. Makes sense. And I'm like, dog, yeah, fucking right, it makes sense. I don't want to be around people. So (laughs) I'm just telling you. Um, Let me see. Um, Let me see real quick. Shit. Um, Hold on. Oh, yeah. Destiny's. Destiny's not bad. Destiny's not bad looking. She's not bad looking. She's not bad looking. Um, but anyway, this Dunker's thing, let me remove it. My bad. Um, that right there is impressive as it gets. Um, I don't know, dog. I'm just, I'm just going to throw it out there, but you know what? You went and ran with that dunk thing. Shaq said, that's not even me. I didn't do it. Uh, I don't know if you saw this shit. This is a dude that weighs 600 pounds, and he got knocked out by this girl, by the way. I don't know about knocked out, but he got beat. Some type of UFC, MMA shit. This fat fucking boxing lady, apparently, I don't know what the situation is. It's some type of trans deal. But I got to be honest. Why has this lady in the media come out trying to cancel the Baltimore mayor? For saying the word shit on national TV. He said shit because a seven-year-old was killed by another senseless act of nonsense. And he's basically fed up. As he should be. As we all should be. But this lady only wants to focus on the word shit being said live on live TV. You shitting me, lady? So fuck the kid who was shot. Are we joking? This is what we've become in America? I got to be honest. So mainstream media wants to blast the guy for saying shit on live TV. But you're okay with your daughter showing camel toe on Instagram, right? Let me, let me be clear here. You're okay. You're okay with your daughter bending over and her nipples out on Instagram. You're cool with that, right, lady? Miss me, man. Ah, dog, miss me with the bullshit, okay? Miss me with the bullshit. Joe, much love to you. Man, I just, I, I, I didn't get to see the chat, dog. I did not know your mom passed away. My deepest condolences, brother. I know you've been a, a, a longtime fan and, and supporter, so I appreciate you. Uh, 
I know how it is. I lost my pops. So uh, back in 05, I know exactly how it is. He passed in my arms and it was uh, his wasn't so sudden. He had cancer, but uh, sorry for your loss, brother. Uh, she is in a better place. I know that much. She ain't in no pain. That's all I can tell you. Um, so I know you'll grieve your own way and get over it, man, and uh, move on and, and be better for your own kids and everything like that. So I know how it is, man. It's fucked up. So my deepest uh, condolences to you and yours. The Baltimore mayor saying the word shit on national TV was the number one focus for this mainstream media lady. And I'm not even going to mention she was a sister. And the mayor of Baltimore is a brother. But then we want to talk about not supporting each other. And we don't have each other's back in the black community. And then we have a mainstream media black lady coming out blasting the black mayor. I'm just confused as to where we go, dog. Where are we going with this? <laughs> you motherfuckers are only about clickbait and retweets. You ain't about no fucking real shit. Have you seen Kevin Gates? Have you seen what Kevin Gates came out and said? He said, man, fuck being black. Blacks are the ones that hate on me more than anyone else. So I said, fuck talking about black and white anymore. I'm only talking about fucking real and fake. And I don't care what color you are. Well, that's how I've been my whole entire life, by the way. That's how I think every single fucking day. And that's how I, that's what I preach every single day. Idiots come in all fucking shapes, sizes, and colors, my friend. I just want to be sure we understand this. So, and great people come in all shapes, sizes, and colors. So, great character, great humans. I just, I, I'm just gonna be clear here. The stereotypes that some of you put on people are fucking unbelievable to me. But let's be sure we call out what is true. Also, a black lady is talking about firing and getting a black man canceled. Is it because you want to be the mayor, lady? Are you gonna fucking throw your kids to the wolves? I bet you throw your own kid to the wolves. It fucking blows my mind. Don't ever be shocked at being stabbed in the back. Be shocked when you turn around and see who's holding a fucking knife. I tell you that shit every day, but you don't want to listen. Uh, the Jets were eliminated. Um, Alexander backs up his talks. He shuts down Justin Jefferson. It ain't bragging if it's true, dog. If you're going to come out and call out someone, you better fucking not get torched on national TV. Zaire Alexander locked Jefferson down for the most part. He traveled with him, I think, 60% time, sixty of the time yesterday in, in the game. Uh, the Packers dominated the Vikings. That is why a lot of people don't trust the Vikings because of Kirk Cousins' big game heroics or their lack of heroics. So... um, that is why you you know people don't take the Vikings serious. I think the Vikings still can win a playoff game. I just don't think they're going to win a uh, big game. Um, so that's just what I think. Deshaun Watson has looked like hammered shit uh, in his return. Uh, I think Kobe Cody, Kobe Brissett should have been the starter and just stayed there. I thought that bringing Deshaun Watson back this late in the meaningless season was only going to 
kill his confidence. It's only going to make the Browns look worse. And um, that's just that's just my opinion. I don't think that um, I don't think that you can look any worse. I'm be honest. I don't think you can. Um, but what do I know? Um, got a got a pretty decent lineup this week. On we got a couple guys. We got uh, Adam Pacman Jones is going to try to join us from the Bahamas uh, this week, possibly tomorrow uh, or Wednesday. We'll see. He's been trying to come on. His scheduling's been conflicting. Um, going to try to get him on. Jason Hart as well, plus uh, Annie Agar. Uh, if you know who that is, um, social media extraordinaire talks about all the football games. Um, but lots of discuss. Uh, let me see. Oh, I want to. Uh, I lost my KU bet. They were supposed to win seven games. They lost their bowl game. So I'm trying to get a hold of our our great uh, former co-host, Sarah, but I can't because she has me blocked on everything. Um, so I'm trying to get an address so I can send her uh, the $100 or Venmo her. So if you guys are out there, talk to Sarah, let her know. I pay my debts. Let her know. Um, they lost. I eat crow. I said they win seven. You know, and no excuse. They lost their quarterback earlier in the year. They were undefeated, blah, 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 blah. They should have beat TCU. Uh, then you probably don't have them in the playoff. Um, but guess what? They didn't. They didn't do it. So that's what it is. They didn't get their seven wins. Um, and everybody's going to, oh, you didn't make it. Okay, well, did I think I said the Giants are going to win nine games. They did. I just got a DM from somebody that I bet. And he's saying fair and square. Let me know where to send the whiskey. Um, Giants won nine games. But nobody talks about those things. So it is what it is. Um, but I got to I gotta break this down. I want to break this list down. All right? I'm going to break this fucking list down right here. Dobbs, Bridgewater, Stidham, Purdy, Darnold, Mayfield, Dalton, Minshew, White, Foles, Blau, Ritter, Geno Smith, and Huntley. Those are the names of quarterbacks who have started NFL games this year. And you still don't think I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Quarterback play is at an all-time low in the NFL. It is what it is. It's at an all-time low. Well, Zach Wilson was already named a starter, Bodega. He was already named a starter. This, These guys right here weren't. These guys right here, we didn't know going into the season we're going to start. Did you know that Geno Smith was starting before Pete Carroll announced it? No. Taylor Huntley? No. Blau, Ritter, Foles, White, Minshew, Dalton? No. Baker? No. We knew he was getting traded. We didn't know where until late summer. We didn't know if he was going to start over Sam Darnold. And then Sam Darnold ends up starting later when Baker Mayfield shits the bed, as we thought. Purdy? Third stringer, Trey Lance gets hurt. Stidham, fuck, you shitting me? McDaniels only brought him for comfort from New England, knowing the system. Bridgewater, great backup, great guy, journeyman. 
and Dobbs. And even Jordan Love has played a little bit this year. Jordan Love should be on the list. Nobody thought that these guys were going to be household names before this season. Skyler Thompson might have even started for Sean Waffle. You're right. You're right. Um, so it is what it is. Um, but you know, we'll see. We'll see what 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 that means. Um TCU shocked the world, beat Michigan. I thought that uh, I think Michigan got wind. I think Michigan got wind that Harbaugh was on his way out. That's just my personal opinion. Georgia went on a tough one against uh, what Zach and I said was going to be a tough game, which we were right about. Ohio State had every opportunity to win that game, and they could have. Um, I think Georgia will win big, in my opinion. I don't think the defense is going to have another letdown like that one. And my question to you, is Alabama done as reign supreme? Is Georgia the new supreme power in college football? I don't believe so. I don't believe so because the culture has not changed in Alabama. I could see if it was spiraling out of control and Nick Saban had nobody playing in bowl games and everybody said, fuck you. And um, Yeah, they lost 19 transfers to the portal. You know what? From everything I know, Nick Saban pushed those cats out. He knew that he had a bad nucleus, just like I had a bad nucleus my last year at Indy. We know what the fuck's going on. Popular to your opinion, unpopular to your opinion, contrary to your belief. We know what the hell's going on. So, um, hey, without further ado, we got a special guest appearance real quick after this whole LSU uh, debacle. Coach Ed Ozer, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, how you doing, Coach Ozer here? Yeah, hey, happy are. new year, man. Happy new year. You know, I, I, I actually, here's what I do. I don't watch your show from the beginning live i watch it from the beginning as i wake up around like 6 45 ish i actually have a schedule so i sent you that thing that rumor about lsu uh came out last night and i sent you the uh the thing that i saw on twitter uh, it's very simple coach and first of all happy new year the red flag or the tip off or the warning they should have had or brian kelly should have had was when her name was destiny right then i'm thinking okay what's your real name and if destiny is your real name uh-oh or maybe that's why she got hired you never know coach <laughs> hey i know this much steve and i hate to be primitive i'm, I'm a primitive human go caveman uh, do what you do please there's two things undefeated, man, in this yeah, world. Yeah. See a new pussy. Oh, I'm just boy. trying to throw it out there, dog. How new is that, though? She knows that. I mean, I mean, if she was a car, she might have 125,000 miles on her odometer like my old Chevy Impala. Hey, she knows that. Like you said, she knows that going into this thing that men are weak for the pussy. Kishan Butte, it was interesting. He had a rocky beginning to this year. Now, he's a really good receiver. He has an NFL hey, He's future. the guy that was trying to transfer after week one. Yeah. And I called it out and said, this guy is a shitbird. But what do I know? Right. And so then he rebounds as a decent year. And, th and then it was with the, you know, pretty good amount of hoopla. He's going to play in the bowl game. And I'm thinking, wow, what a change from transferring week one to not opting out. And then last week. You know, in a, in a uh, press conference, Brian Kelly all of a sudden says, well, he's unavailable. What do you mean he's unavailable? Then the next day he's like, well, I'm going to the NFL draft. 
we're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Two plus two is equaling five here. Uh, as Keith Sweat once said, something, something just ain't right. And now we know. Now Keith we know. Sweat, all-timer. Yeah. Keith Sweat, all-timer. Uh, now we know. It's, it's, it's crazy how this politics play into this college football landscape and the NFL and all that. We know the NFL is a business. College has now become the same thing. It's a free agency without a return in the, in, in the NFL. And so it is, be, it is a business as we know now. But in the NFL, it was expected, I believe, grown folks, even though I don't, still don't believe they're grown when they're 22, 23 years old, but they're grown, they're making money, so they're in that adult uh, category. In college, we expect, you know, immaturity, uh, lack of uh, their better word, I guess, lack of uh, good judgment at times. We, we have all these different things in college, right? Dorm room escapades, uh, running the train on the LSU trainer, even with the coach. Like, what in the fuck is going on in America? Well, having said all that, though, it's like we expect certain shit to happen, but when it finally does and you're sitting there like, damn, wh- where did we go wrong? Like, I'm confused as well, to where we went wrong in this thing because I, I don't know. I don't know. I've been saying it, though. <clears throat> Quarterback play is at all time bad. I don't know. I don't know, Steve, if I've opened your eye or not to this after you've started hearing me on Whitlock and all these things and everybody was talking shit and all these things. And I keep saying, I'm going to stand by my convictions. I, I think quarterback plays all time worse. And now I'm starting to get DMS from big time, prominent names saying, damn dog, you were right all along. This yeah. quarterback is bad. I just showed this right here. These are guys who have started a game this year. And Ooh. like did, when have we ever seen the NFL have guys of this stature starting in the NFL in one season? Like, this is what we have right now in the NFL. This is what the NFL's become. Kyler Murray's garbage. I always said it. He ain't starting and he's paid. Lamar is not playing because we know he's not sustainable at the level that he plays at. Justin Fields has already been hurt and he's a basically Walter Payton uh, with the, with an arm. And then you got you got Trey Lance who got hurt and was put out. Just, uh, uh, Allen is one fucking shot away from being done. And Tom Brady, the 46-year-old survivor of fucking time, yeah, um, throws for 500 yards yesterday. By the way, he's been in the NFL as long as he's been living. How, how about that stat? Yeah, Coach, you know that list you put up? If that was a heavy metal band, it'd be Motley Crue. I mean, look at the mediocrity. And, and you know what's funny about Brock Purdy? I wonder if he's going to be the new template that he's well, going he, to he's going to fizzle out like he he looked bad yesterday for yeah. three In that fourth quarter, he had about three throws. Right, said if you just throw it average, it's a touchdown. Yeah, and he missed it. And, yeah. and I give Shanahan credit because they do a great job of understanding what he does well and trying to make it really easy for him. And he actually made some in cuts on the last drive or two to IU, but. There are other throws you're thinking you got to hit that. You got to hit that's got to be completed 80% of the time. And it, it is interesting. Like, let's go back because I know you talked about Riverboat Ron, who should jump off the boat. I, I did not understand benching Heineke. I, I thought Heineke leveled out a little bit, but he gave them energy. The guys like to play for him. He had one really bad game. And look, it's a limited offense to begin with. As soon as he went back to Carson Wentz, that game was lost. That the, game was, he had to let the air out of the cells, right, in that locker room? 
And by the way, after the second interception, this is where a coach has to admit, you know what? I was wrong. I'm going to right the wrong and get Heineke in there. It was deflating watching that because you could see the body language of the other commanders saying, we can't do it with this guy. We cannot do it with this guy. And JB, you know, it's interesting you talk about Brady, another guy that I think we buried, but now he's coming back to earth or life. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, and I like what they're doing. I watched much of that game. Um, quick hitting power running game. So they're actually leaning on Jones and Dylan, and they're thinking, okay, Aaron, you're not going to throw 40 times, but we're going to put you in some good situations. The two young receivers are starting to really develop. But I love the fact that, and I've said this for a while, I did not know why Matt LaFleur didn't just realize I have an older quarterback for as great as he is. Let's make game easy and hand the ball off 35 times and create some second and fives and we'll work off of that. I would hate to play the Packers in the playoffs. I'm just telling you, when you go up against Brady or Rodgers, there's a mystique to it, especially with Brady. I would hate to have to play them in round one. I'm going to tell you right now, though, too. This Christian Watson cat is a guy still that has, we don't really have a lot of film on him. Yeah. So in the playoff, if you make a few adjustments as a head coach or if Aaron Rodgers and him come up with some things that we're going to change our hand signals, we're going to change what we do on this line of scrimmage, this guy can beat you with not only blazing speed, but at six four and a half or whatever he is, he's the next Mike Evans, but faster. He's a... He's a guy that now we don't have enough film on to say, oh, shit, with Aaron Rodgers' accuracy and ball skills, this could be a problem, man, in the, in, in the playoff game. Because, I mean, remember, you don't got to win a lot of games in the playoffs nowadays. You got to win two of them to get to a meaningful game. Yeah. But- Watson reminds me of a lot of one of my old L.A. Ram favorites, Flipper Anderson, long-striding guy that if you don't get a hand on him early, he could beat you over the top. And Romeo Dobbs looks like a really kind of a Greg Jennings type. They finally got Aaron Rodgers some young help on the outside. Uh, By the way, another quarterback that I think that we need to talk about that's had a pretty good bounce back year and has solidified himself as this team's quarterback going forward. I think there's two guys. And and this is going to be interesting to see what they get paid in the future. Because they're not one of these $50 million guys. But if they're reasonable, they can be part of winning teams if they allow themselves to not get completely every cent that they think they deserve. That is Jared Goff and Geno Smith. You have two good young rosters. They draft very well. And if they could just say, you know what? Instead of trying to ask for $40 million, let me quote, unquote, just take 30-ish. And let me let me have my management build my team around them. Coach, Jared Goff was a bit of a, I don't want to say bust, but he wasn't quite number one draft pick caliber as as the Rams quarterback, even as number one pick. But, Coach, he's had an excellent season. He really has. No, he has. With a team, people don't realize how hard it is to play either catch up, play keep up, and why I say that is, Steve, their defense is fucking atrocious. And I said that they should have fired their D.C., who's a D.B. coach, who I would never hire a D.B. coach again to be a D.C. 
you can't play defense from the back row going forward. You have to play from the front row going backwards and understand mm. the game and the fits and the line of scrimmage and how it works, how you fit it in the run game, how you fit it in RPO, how you fit it with play action. And DB coaches just aren't great. Even though as great as Aaron Glenn was in, in, as a player, he's just not a very good D coordinator. And I believe if they had a legitimate D coordinator, mm. the Lions have already clinched a playoff berth. Because they would have won yeah. four more games. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, the Lions next year in the draft, they need, I, I say, help in the secondary. They need a playmaking cornerback. I don't know if Akuda is really that shutdown number one guy, but there's, there's not a lot of great cornerbacks out there. That's a rare commodity. But you look at this Lions offense, DeAndre Swift is an electric running back. I don't know. I actually don't think they use him enough. Jamal Williams, steady veteran, really productive. Uh, their wide receiver, Amon St. St. Brown, going to have 100 catches. Uh, Jamison Williams has not played this year. He's going to be an explosive playmaker. DJ Chark has been really good. They have a serviceable set of tight ends. And Jared Goff has just really – one thing he's doing this year that's different, Coach, he's actually pushing the ball downfield. Yeah. So I, I think Detroit, to me, I'm thinking, you know what? That's our guy. He's still oh, yeah. in the prime of his career. Let's ride with this guy. Now, Geno Smith, this is interesting about Seattle. Seattle right now, if the draft started based on the placement of the team's coach, I think they have the third pick for Russell Weirdo, and I think they have the 12th pick. So now you're thinking they, they can got go two in the top 25. I know that. Right. And I think they have some other stuff in the back end. And I'm thinking, wow, they can go either way here because now you look at them, you have Lockett and you got uh, that big fella, the horse, Metcalf. Boy, Metcalf. what a study. Right. And you have uh, uh, Kenneth Walker, foundational piece of, at running back. Tight ends are okay. You could say, do we need a, do we need an anchor at left tackle? Do we need a, a Russian? You can go both ways here. You could package stuff. So I just look at the Seattle future thinking whether they make the playoffs or not, those two teams, Detroit and Seattle, for next year moving forward, I'd buy stock in them. No doubt. Breaking news, Derek Carr is going to the XFL. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> hey, this is some ballsy uh, advertising, man. I think this is a hell of a PR uh, ploy by the XFL to drop their nuts and do this to a guy who – you know he's going to say, fuck you, why would you do that to me? He's probably going to sue him. I wouldn't be surprised if his PR people are hitting up XFL right now trying to sue him. You know, here's the issue. I would say Derek Carr is next year's Indianapolis Colts quarterback, but I don't think he's old enough. My God, the Colts quarterbacks after Andrew Luck have been a disaster. Um only thing they really need is a hot tub time machine. They keep trying to get the Pro Bowl team from 2010. I, I, I was this was the funniest thing, JB. I remember I was at Manny Diaz's first game at Miami. We were playing Florida Camping World Stadium. It was a TV timeout. It was a late August of 2019. All of a sudden, every there's like a murmur in the crowd, and everyone's looking at their phone. Is Andrew Luck retires suddenly, just out of nowhere? And look at the quarterbacks they've had since then. Phillip Rivers on his very last legs, although he was pretty serviceable. Uh, this year, they went to Matt Ryan. Uh, last year, they went to Carson Wentz. There comes a point, and this is where Jeff Saturday, believe it or not, may have actually done the job that Ursay wanted. Just tank. Make sure we're in the top five or six. 
so that we can either get one of those top two quarterbacks. That's what it is. It's a top two quarterback draft. I'm not a believer in Will Levis, but I just, who knows? Maybe Derek Carr is their quarterback and coach. I'm with you. If I'm Harbaugh, I would much rather be in Indianapolis than Denver. I just think Russell Wilson is toxic. I'd want nothing to do with that guy. I Did Ursay... I, I, see, I'd call Ursay a bad friend if I was Jeff Saturday. I'm <laughs> being honest with you, Steve. People don't realize I was talking to this. I was on some show, and I was like, people are anointing him to give this guy this job as a help, as a friend. And I go, I'm telling you right now, he is fucked Jeff Saturday. Because if Jeff Saturday have any, had any admiration of being a coach long term, he'll never get a job again. And this was doing a favor for a friend. If Jeff Saturday, Jeff Saturday was doing the favor, I believe Ursay did the fucking because there's no way. <laughs> so Jeff Saturday has to go try to go back to ESPN, which I'm sure he has in his closet. He can go back or something, but he's got to try to go back to ESPN because that's what he's going to be. Because, sorry, Steve, but the fucking the, the the Denver Broncos aren't calling Jeff Saturday for the job. No, they're not. And look, this is an this was an experiment gone wrong, but I don't. It's such a tough grind. But and poor Jeff Saturday. Now he gets to look forward to pretending that he actually cares and respects about the football acumen of Mina Kimes. Boy, that 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 might be worse than blowing thirty three point leads on national TV. <laughs> I'll be honest, man. I, I I don't watch it no more. I can't watch her. I can't watch half these. I'm just telling you, the one Kimberly Martin is probably the. I, I believe I, I seriously, man, I'm telling you, I'm not even joking. And she might be the dumbest human I've ever heard speak. But isn't she there for eye candy and to be the host? She's not actually giving football analysis. Is no, no, she? I don't like to see a woman wear Jordans with a fucking dress. Yeah, I don't like that either. I don't know about that. And and and, and who's the bald broad? Oh, yeah, that that that's on ESPN. She does mostly college football. That's interesting. Yeah. The Interesting is a fucking understatement. Let me tell you. I mean, I'm just looking at this shit like, God damn, this is a fucking. Yeah, dwarf. what happened? What happened to the days of Phyllis George? What happened to that? Back, what happened to the days of on Andrea Kramer? There, there's someone yeah, I respect. Fuck, I miss Andrea. I miss her. Fuck. She would. She would actually talk football with Merrill Hodge and Jaworski. That, that was that, that was some meat and potatoes old time football. There, coach. That's the way it should be. No question. Um, I made a post yesterday about Derek Carr. I, I woke up this morning, TikTok, there's 2 million views on the post. I did not uh -oh. know it blew up that big. And I, I was live on TikTok uh, 30 minutes ago. They banned me again. So um, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me break this down, Steve. Stidham, all I said on this yeah. post, all right, here we go. I'm going to break it down real simple. Don't – this guy has swag that an NFL quarterback needs – He's the guy that you want to rally behind. This is who your players want to play for. This is a leader. This is the guy that I want to go after and, and get in the huddle with. Not the guy that says, I walk by faith and not by side, but I'm scared to climb the pocket and fuck. Shut up. So, and not the guy that unfollowed the organization on social media. Like that was fucking mm. Ukraine, Russia war news that we needed to hear. And then, then having said that, if you walk by faith, Derek, why are you now have you given up on faith? Now you're not you don't have no faith in yourself or 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 football? I'm confused on which one it is. 
Well, so all I said was Stidham's a guy looks a lot better. Well, subsequently they go and lose. And then I'm getting killed on social media right now because they lost. Well, first of all, what? I never said Stidham was going to win. Well, wait a minute. Wait, wait. They were supposed to meet the Niners? Really? Okay. Yeah, you know why he scrubbed all the social media stuff from the Raiders, right? And that's because Derek Carr has no prayer of returning to the organization. One play stood out. By the way, that was one of the best games of the year. I enjoyed that. There was one play that really made me say, you know, this Stidham's got something. And again, it's really early. Could be a flash in the pan. He gets flushed from the pocket. He rolls to his left. And two guys are just bearing down on him. You could see it. And he just sits there. He sits there and he waits for Devontae Adams to kind of get open. And he just gets blasted. I mean, absolutely took a shot right to the chops. It was old-time football. And the way he played that, Adams was able to break free for about a 65-yard touchdown. I said, wow, that's a play Derek Carr would not make. Bottom line, he would not have just planted his feet and said, okay, get open, get open. There's a ticking time bomb, and it's going to blow up right in my face, and I'll take it. That was – I'm just watching this game, and I just said to myself, huh. Did McDaniel actually wait too long to make this move? Uh, again, there may be limitations within this kid. There's a reason why he got cut before, but he has a certain amount of athleticism and some he knows guts. The system. Right. Coach, you know what's interesting? I'm watching these games, and you've been saying it for as long as you can shout. These young quarterbacks, like Cade Klubnik and even J.J. McCarthy, you are no longer playing in the suburbs. You're no longer playing Asian kids, okay? You're no longer playing just white kids. You are now playing Division One football, as Dan Hawkins once said. You guys better learn how to step up and climb the pocket. I saw more plays when these quarterbacks bounce out the pocket as they try to be Vince Young, and I'm saying to myself, oh, God, it's dead. You just killed the play. Kate Klubnik is a really highly regarded five-star quarterback. But watching that Clemson-Tennessee game, it was ridiculous how many times he would sit there at the top and then all of a sudden try to bounce back or bounce out, and the play was dead, and he gets on his back foot and he heaves something. And I'm thinking, that's either a coaching issue or this kid is afraid of getting inside the pocket, but there's safety within the pocket. I don't think people – it's like boxing. Joe Goosen once told me, great trainer. He said, Steve, sometimes your fighters are better off being nice and close and infighting and feeling a guy instead of being all the way outside where he may not have the quickness or the reflexes to see oncoming punches. So sometimes I tell my guys, get right next to a guy and feel the guy. And it's the same concept. And unless these quarterbacks have the athleticism of a Michael Vick, they're playing the wrong style of game. Do you agree? Do you agree with Zach that he just thinks that Clemson is god-awful at coaching the position and offense? There's an issue with Clemson. Look, Deshaun Watson at the college level coaches himself. Trevor Lawrence is a prodigy, and we are seeing it now. But what has happened to DJU, who actually looked pretty good in the COVID season when Lawrence went out, and you're thinking, wow, that's the next guy. He regressed. Cade Klubnik, that game against Tennessee, I'm actually having some concerns now that, okay, they need to change something offensively in terms of the schematics and also what they teach. And there have been other guys like Trent Dilfer who have said, I don't like what they do at Clemson. So, yes, I I think there's something there that Dabo Sweeney has to look at.
Yeah. Or look in the fucking mirror. Yes. Um, it's his program. Yeah. And you're accountable. You're not responsible anymore. People don't understand there's a difference between accountability and responsibility. Like, it's a huge difference. I'm accountable for you coming on here right now and telling me that Asians are the best drivers in America. <laughs> I'm accountable for what you say, regardless if even if I don't control and I can't control what you say, you're, you're just responsible for coming on the show and talking shit. Like people don't realize there's a fucking difference. And like Joe Paterno was accountable for the redhead dropping the soap with the babies in the fucking shower. Right. <laughs> well, I, I'm confused as what we don't, we don't understand the difference in America anymore. I'm like, dude, there's a real big difference. I'm accountable for the whole thing as the head coach sitting in this seat. And you're responsible for getting Clay Kubnick quarterback coach yeah. to fucking do right. So like, I don't know people don't understand it. Um, before I get into these NFL uh, teams, I want to break down with you real quick. TCU shocks the world, beats Michigan, or was it a shocking to you? It was. And look, as big a fan as I am of Harbaugh, he blew the game, the staff. I, I thought there were two things. Red zone play calling in the first half was horrendous. There was no need to run a Philly special. On the fourth down, coming out of a timeout. Also, early on in that game, you could see TCU defenders crashing down for the run game. And I'm thinking, you know what? You could either run play action or have McCarthy keep. And you had, I thought the second and third levels must have been wide open. Started opening it up, and they started doing some great things. Also, Coach, in that game, relatively late in the third quarter, they started giving up a lot of big plays as they gambled defensively. Once they got it to a one-possession game at the end of the third, I remember I was, I was with my buddy watching the game, and I said, okay, we both said, if you're the coordinator, Harbaugh has to come over and say, buddy, we're going to don't be so aggressive. Go cover two, play a shell. Let them drive the ball 12 plays that they have to, and they'll make a mistake. And you saw what happened on that crossing route. They blitzed. One missed tackle, and Quintez Johnson is out the gate. The way he handled that game I thought was very, very strange, almost as an arrogance, believing that TCU could not beat them. With that said, TCU is a great story. I'm a big fan of Sonny Dykes. done a great job. But I, like you and Zach, felt, and I tweeted this, and people thought I was crazy, Ohio State was by far the toughest matchup, that they had enough talent on the outside and an NFL quarterback and enough athleticism they were going to be the team that was going to give Georgia the toughest out. And it felt to me like the winner of that game was going to win the national title. And I get the sense that they're going to throttle TCU. Look, TCU is going to scramble. I think they make it close for a half. But eventually, I believe UGA will wear down TCU. I, I agree. Uh, I thought Michigan was going to wear them out too. And then I thought Bama's blowout of K-State was a statement, uh, saving statement to say, you know, you guys fucked this up. because Yeah, but Coach, you know what's interesting? You go to the Michigan, um, and I actually hear people saying J.J. McCarthy played a great game. I thought he played an up-and-down game. First of all, he threw two pick sixes. Coach, look at the stats. When you throw two pick sixes, almost impossible to win. Just by and also that first, you, you must you would have died watching that first. I he double pumped on an out, and then he threw it inside. I'm thinking you just made about 15 mistakes, and they kept showing JJ McCarthy's girlfriend and his family after every play. And I'm like, guys, can we get to the doggone? Was game? he was he doing some uh, Urban Meyer shit? 
Oh, you mean the father? Yeah. There's that one. I, you know what? I think he was, you know, I don't want, I think he was just celebrating in his own familiar way. Who that's was the I girl? Think. The girl was his, uh, that's, that's JJ McCarthy's uh, girlfriend. That's his girlfriend. Yeah, she was sitting with the family. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, hey, interesting how you brought up the quarterback play, how bad it is, how long I've been saying it and all this. And you got and you got, got these young guys who won't climb the pocket and et cetera, et cetera. But what do I know? Meanwhile, this guy on the left, yeah, who looks like hammered shit, threw for 500 yesterday and lit up the fucking uh Carolina, who's been playing great defense, and now they win the South at eight and eight record. Um what do you think about this team winning eight being eight and eight winning the South? Look, there have been times that team has looked like dead fish. There have been times when Tom Brady looked like he should walk away from the sport. But yesterday, when they were down 21 to 10, from that point forward, he just stood in the pocket and was attacking the deepest regions of the field. Ball was on time. Uh, There's a difference, and this is what people don't understand. it's, It's that comparison that I've made in the past to Roy Jones and Bernard Hopkins. Roy Jones at his apex was the greatest athlete I've ever seen box. The quickness, the reflexes. But he was not fundamentally sound. He didn't tuck his chin in. He didn't have a great jab. He didn't box the way you would teach it. It it was like a great jazz musician that would just riff, but he couldn't play off the notes. Couldn't be part of a band, but he was a brilliant athlete, okay? But as soon as that physical erosion hit and he did not have that great fundamental base to lean on, you saw what happened at the end of his career, especially as his punch resistance wore out. Bernard Hopkins did not have nearly the natural flowing talent of a Roy Jones, but fundamentally he was a textbook. He tucked the chin in. He knew how to move his feet, his hands, and his elbows were always tucked in in the right position. Hey, and he similar was, to this guy? Right. Well, <laughs> right. Well, that, that, that kind of looks like Tyson Fury when he doesn't do cardio for about two months. But anyway. Anyway, the, the girl beat him. And it's, a part, it's apparently some type of trans. I don't oh, know what the fuck this is, but apparently this is a big event that happened, and I got wind of it, and I saw the video, and I'm just like, dude, this is a joke. Is that Butterbean or what was Butterball? Yeah, Butterbean, yeah. And so, and you look at Bernard Hopkins. He was an effective world-class fighter all the way to about the age of 50 because he did all the little things that were supposed to be taught in the gym. Tom Brady, you look at him, look, he couldn't break a 5'8", 40, okay? He is not that physically imposing but he knows how to play the game of quarterback. And look, do the rules today help him? Yeah. But the way he knows how to get to the top of his drop and the ball's generally out very quickly, and he doesn't put his receivers in harm's way, he protects those guys a lot. And then he knows how to just deliver the ball on time. I see so many throws now, JB, since I started talking to you. There are a lot of times where where an announcer will say, well, that ball was underthrown. No, it was not. It was it was thrown too late. It was thrown. To, it has arm strength has something to do with it. But you hesitate this much, you disrupt the play. That doesn't happen with Tom Brady. Does not okay. happen with Tom Brady. I, I, was New Year's just 
god awful yesterday with no college football. Yeah, you know, it's one of those years though. It happened on the rotation. I didn't like it a week ago when most of the NFL games were on a Saturday. That's what I'm saying. Why did why did you play on Christmas, but then you you play on New Year's? Right, and well, here's what they did on on New Year's Eve. They played, I think, like 90% of the games, and they had the three Christmas games slotting the times. And then, you know, even today, you know, it's funny. It just feels funny to have any bowl games after the playoffs. As far as I'm concerned, the playoffs should be last always. Yes. And, and I don't like the playoff games being on New Year's Eve. I, look, I know they're scheduling issues. And I just think it's it's interesting because, look, I will watch the Rose Bowl because I have a great deal of respect for the Utah Utes and Kyle Whittingham. That's a real football program that should be respected. And I want to see Penn State. That's a good game. But really, my focus is Cincinnati and Buffalo because that has ramifications in terms of home field and, and what's going to happen in the upcoming month. But it, it's strange, though, because when Christmas and New Year's, Coach, is on a Sunday, it throws off everything. Like, I didn't realize that, you know, today's a holiday. It's a Monday. But you get to celebrate New Year's on a Monday since it took place on a Sunday. Like they like they did uh... – for uh, Christmas, Christmas last yeah. Monday. On the sideline, chilling, talking. What did you think about the Sark rant? You know, look, he's, he's fired up. Here's the problem with Sark's background, as they used to call him Cuddy Sark, because he used to like his drink. Um, that's not going to play well. Look, if he had Texas winning 10 games a year and, and, and contending for some real stuff, they would couch it as, oh, look at that fiery competitor. Wow, just uh, that that's a raging bull. That's a bull in a china shop just ready to lead his team. But when your early tenure and your history has been what it is at Texas and then USC and Washington, it's not going to play well. It's not. Personally, I think Sark should have just said, okay, okay, and then turn around. I think everyone has to realize now, when you're out in public, even us, Every day is an interview. Yes, but you're going to be surveilled. There are security cameras, and if you're a guy like Sark, there are broadcasting cameras, and you're always on the sideline. There probably used to be a time when guys like Tom Landry and Chuck Nolan, Don Shula, they could probably pick their nose on the sidelines, and they'd never get caught. Now, with all these different cameras and everyone has a phone, you're always being watched. And I think you as a public figure like Sarkeesian and as someone that represents an institution, you have to be mindful of it. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because the people on the mainstream media don't haven't brought it up one time yet. And people don't understand because they didn't play and they haven't coached yeah. either. They haven't done either, but they think they know like Mina Kimes can come out and think they know some shit. Um, he used to work for that place. He didn't yeah. like AD. They got into it. That's why he took the SC job and left UW. UW was a great place to be at, but he left on a kind of a sour terms. He wanted to win that game. So you yeah. get away from us in our element <clears throat> when when we, don't try to fucking take the fucking food out of the bowl when the dog's eating. Like, right. and, and coach, there's pressure on him to win. Yeah. I mean, they 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 kind of expected a bigger jump. Now look, the Quinn Ewers injury probably cost them two if not three victories um i found it interesting and, and jb me and you i think have talked about this i think in private if you're a player that opts out of a bowl game with eligibility and you're not injured i don't want you on the sideline i don't want you at the game i don't want you at the functions 
That is for the players that have made the commitment to play the game. I know that sounds harsh. I know I'm being the old guy that says, get the hell off my lawn. I know I'm Clint Eastwood's character in that one movie. You know what? I don't give a damn. That's the way I feel nowadays. Uh, to see some of these players act like, hey, I'm part of this. No, no, you made the decision not to be a part of it. Get the hell off my sideline. Uh, I, I talked about it this morning. I just, there's no way in the world I would even give you a score to piss, a little less food at the fucking hotel. You're not going to be on my sideline, and I don't want nothing to do with you because I've given you my word when I recruited you that I was going to get you to be the NFL player. Better your being a man, you're going to be a better man, character, graduate, get a degree. That's what I promised you. I lived up to it. You did not. And I'm like, and I'm, I'm getting these messages. Well, you promised a mom, coach. You're going to take care of him regardless. I did take care of him. And yeah. I'm not, I didn't promise the mom that I was going to bend over and allow you to butt fuck me either. Like, I just, I'm curious so, why, how, how this is not a real, like, how do you not grasp that? Yeah, I, I mean, coach, I, I got to give Alabama credit. I watched yes, most of that. Yes, there's, the culture still intact, Steve. They still have not been taken over in my and opinion. Look, Georgia. I do have concerns about Bryce Young's size because he's kind of slight. And his style of play where he has to really extend plays, I don't know if that translates to the next level. But just the act of him playing and then playing really well, if I'm the Texans, I just say, you know what? Keep it simple, stupid, the KISS philosophy. That's our number one guy. I thought that was an active character. Again, I'm not trying to rip anyone else that that opts out, but I'm like this. I'm not going to completely rip you if you opt out. It's your body, your choice, your life. But you know what? Let me praise those who play. Oh, yeah. I think that's that's what we have to do. And for Bryce Young, you're my number one guy. I thought he sealed his draft status with that performance. Yeah, that's what Zach said earlier. Um, USC Tulane. Does anyone give a fuck after the playoffs? Like, Tulane I, does. Big I know for them. That's why I, I, yeah. I'm Willie Fitz is a really, 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 really close friend of mine. He's a great dude yeah. and a great coach. Uh, 200 plus wins in the NCAA, by the way. People don't realize that. He's won at every level. Zuko. <clears throat> FCS, Sam Houston, D2, D1. Um, he may be older now than everyone is looking for as administratively. So now he may have, it might have slipped past him going to a power five school because he was an interviewee at Arkansas a couple years ago when Pittman mm -hmm. got it. He's been an interview at Auburn and a few other places. Um, he's a winner, I'll tell you that. Um, hell of a coach. I think their culture is going to show. And I, I think that when you're when you're Lincoln Riley, his character is going to show. And that is what's going to you're going to see tonight. SC will have much more talent. Uh, is Caleb playing? He's been practicing. He has been. I guess I saw some footage. If Caleb plays. That's a tough game for Tulane. I mean, Caleb at this level is pretty special. But again, I've seen a lot of bowl games throughout my time being a college football fan where the traditional blue blood gets to a bowl game, they don't want to be there. If they're not playing for the Rose Bowl or a conference tie-in game where they won the conference, and they're like, oh, God, we got to do this. I still remember where I knew the end of Dennis Erickson at Miami. It was in 1993. Miami loses a late game to West Virginia, and it knocked us out of the national title race. And you, it was the first time in a decade Miami would not have any shot at a national title going into New Year's Day. 
So they play Arizona in the Fiesta Bowl when it was still on New Year's Day, and this was actually a, a morning game. JB, I could tell from the first play, Miami didn't want to be there. They got blown out 29 nothing. I remember Charles Levy had this 80-yard run. Linwood! Linwood! Yeah, and I remember thinking, that's the end of Erickson. He's lost the program because you could see it. He wasn't recruiting as well. Player discipline was really flagging. But I've every I remember being at another game. I was actually at Larry Smith's last game at USC. It was the Freedom Bowl, which used to be played at the Big A. Yeah, BYU was in it every year. Yeah, uh, that was the Holiday Bowl. The Freedom Bowl was in Anaheim, and it was a Trent Dilfer-led Fresno State team. I think Lorenzo yeah. Neal was on that team. Hey, I was Titus at the won. Freedom Bowl when Matt Stevens was a quarterback at UCLA, yeah. by the way. And they played BYU. So, oh, yeah. So USC with a team that had a Willie McGinnis and Rob Johnson and Curtis Conway. So they had some dudes. Yeah. USC didn't want to be Curtis there. Um, they had Morton. Yeah, Johnny Morton was there, and they didn't want to be there. And yeah. Fresno State brought, like, all of Fresno. I mean, it was amazing how that was an absolute home game uh, in Anaheim. USC did not want to be there. The next day after they lost, because Larry Smith, his, he'd been declining, he was fired. Now, Lincoln Riley doesn't have that situation, but, you know. Money's a lot different, too, now. Lincoln Riley is. can pay to give him a house. Yeah. You get a piece of property in L.A., you're kind of tied to him for a minute. But if – it's interesting if Caleb Williams is going to play, given the fact he had been injured. He's already won the Heisman. There's no real upside. But there used to be a time, JB, the, the bowl game really meant something, and it could propel you to the next season. And get, So I want to see how Lincoln Riley actually handles this. Yeah, I'm curious, too. Um, Mississippi State, in honor of Mike Leach passing away, unfortunately, suddenly. Mm. Uh, doing this bowl game today against Illinois. Uh, we're going to see this era and generation's character today. Because if a team can't play for a guy that passed away that brought him there, you're going to see this is the nonchalant attitude of this generation. I'm telling you right now, if, if Illinois beats that team, it's a fucking travesty to those players. They'll have to live with that shit forever. Um they better beat Illinois for that man. Uh, I, I just don't know. That's how I think when I'm coaching, too. Like, dog, you guys better fucking show up for this thing. If, if one of our teammates passed or something happened or he got injured or your mom's sick, yeah. play for these motherfuckers. Play for them. Um, let, me, let me break this down. Let me get to you before you get out of here. NFL. Patriots are still alive. Jets were eliminated. Packers are alive have playing their own destiny. They win next week yeah. against Detroit, which you know Aaron Rodgers threw a shot last week at them. Um, they're going to play that game. It's going to be a tough one, in my opinion. The Eagles have, have kind of, I don't know what you call it, no Jalen Hurts, Minshew look bad. Uh, the Eagles are starting to be the team that I said were the Sillers a few years ago. The Raiders quarterback situation and all this thing uh, going on, they're done. The Bengals play tonight, which I think is going to be a great game. Mm. Um, if you ain't doing nothing, jump on my my. Uh, I'm gonna do a launch a watch party tonight from the new studio, um, and watch this game between Burrow and Allen, Sean Salisbury and I. I think uh, that's going to be a critical game. The Jags, I believe, are going to beat the Titans, getting the playoffs next week. I I, I, that's what yeah, I, I truly agreed. believe. The Chiefs are banking on the Bengals to lose so they can be the one seed. The Bills are trying to get the one seed tonight. Um, Cowboys beat the Eagles without Hurts. 
you know, we're going to see if they're the real deal. The Bucks, you mentioned, we don't know if you want to play them right now, or the Packers. The Ravens have declined and steadily mm. declining. They're 10 and 5, I believe now. Um, Steelers, let me just talk about this real quick with you. Mike Tomlin is slowly becoming one of my top five of all time. Ooh, all time. What I've seen this year. So my top five has always been Shula, Parcells, Belichick. I even have Jimmy Johnson in there because of what Agreed. he in a short, short era. You know what I mean? And and this is not – I'm kind of in totality. I'm, we're just talking football. Pete Carroll, because of when him and Jimmy won both, the only two ever, to yeah. win a Natty and a Super Bowl. Well, Barry Switzer, but Barry, that, that that 95 team was Jimmy's. It wasn't Barry's. Yeah. It was different. It's yeah. And uh, I'm thinking Tomlin, man. Doesn't Tom, you know, Tomlin's got to win that one more Lombardi. He's been to two Super Bowls. He split them. This is where I give Tomlin credit. When he had that trio of Ben, who was still kind of at the end of his prime, but was still pretty good, Le'Veon Bell, and then A.B., you're thinking, oh, that's your nucleus. And because those two other guys could not act like adults, and Le'Veon Bell got the money in New York, right? How'd that work out, buddy? And, and I have nothing against it. Get your money. But sometimes not all money is good money. And then A.B. went A.B. And But the way Tomlin handled it, Yes. And I don't think anyone probably understood the dysfunction with everyone involved there, right? And to make and it, he's never had a losing season. That's amazing for as long as he's been there. And I remember when they got blown out by the Steelers about two and a half months ago. JB, they looked like a four-win team. I said, they're done. Watts gone. Their quarterback situation doesn't look very good right now. I didn't I thought they actually wasted time with Trubisky. But the fact that they're in the playoff hunt and even that they're 500, 8 and 8 right now. That's a great job of coaching. People without, have to understand it's not always about the record. You have to take the record into the context of what went into it. This is one of his best jobs he's ever done, coach. Yeah, no and doubt about without it. a quarterback. Yeah. In the NFL, this is unbelievable for what he demands and what he receives back is unrivaled, in my opinion. And you know, and, and I know Steeler fans were grousing that maybe this was the end. It's run out. G- guys, it's hard to find effective leaders. And no coach is perfect. But I, I would always ask fans of that nature, okay, getting rid of Tomlin, which is what you want. I respect your opinion. Who's better? What do you get? It's not that simple. It really, the one thing that Tomlin knows how to do is that he knows how to treat men like men. And he knows how to run a football team. And the fact is he, he was able to keep it together where Le'Veon Bell and A.B. had their best run of football under his direction, I think, says a lot. It says an awful lot about him. Uh, Coach, going back to Jimmy Johnson, I have a theory. My friend brought this up to me. Jimmy Johnson's coaching run from 1985, which was the second year at Miami, and all the way to his last year at Dallas in 93, that may have been the greatest run of coaching uh, we'll ever see because think about it. He built a, he had a national championship caliber program in Miami that he elevated from Howard Schnellenberger, and he left two national titles on the table for Dennis Erickson. I mean, he left them loaded squads in 89 and beyond, right? Then he gets to Dallas, and in three years, three, four years, has them in the Super Bowl 
and he leaves a team for Barry Switzer to win Super Bowls. That is unmatched, what he did in that decade. Yeah, uh, you're right. There's no doubt about it. Uh, he is in that. He's in that mix. There's no question. Um, I don't know, man. It's been it's been interesting. Who who you got tonight? Bengals, Bills. What, isn't that game at Cincinnati? Yeah. You know what? Whew. Me and you said this two months ago. We got look. Everyone rips us when we're wrong. Can we take pat ourselves on the back? We said Burrow. We said we, we said Joey B. I'm just I'm gonna start calling him Reggie Jackson because he's Mr. October and beyond. He did not start off well. The offensive line needed some gelling. Jamar Chase was out for a while. But if you want to talk about who is the quarterback from starting right now, based on you take their age and you say you get that guy for the next 10 years, and then with natural progression of age and erosion. I think Joe Burrow has to be our number one pick at quarterback. Does he not, Coach? Hell yeah, he's number one. There's no question about it. And he's durable, and he's not going to blow his knee out or get hit running like Allen will. Right. I mean, young quarterbacks should watch Burrow and just watch cut-ups with him climbing the pocket. And his ability to sometimes just – you know what? And here's another thing that coaches don't understand, or not coaches, young quarterbacks. Sometimes the best play is just, just chuck the ball out of bounds or into dirt and start over. Just get to second and ten. Not every play is supposed to work. Tony Gwynn has actually swung the bat and missed. It's okay. If a play's not there, don't try to be Superman. Don't try to be a hero. Just chuck the doggone ball. Get back into the huddle. That's, Joe Burrow is learning that. He's actually getting rid of the ball a little bit quicker this year. But in my view, he is a more athletic, smoother version of Kurt Warner. I agree. I agree. Uh, who you got? Utah, Penn State. I'm going to go with Utah. Going to go with Utah. I think the quarterback plays a little bit more settled. I know that um, uh, Zach talked about the uh, the new quarterback that Penn State's going to try to break in. Look, uh, Cam Rising at the college level is very effective. I like him. He, I mean, look, they're, 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 you want to talk about a guy that stuck with it? Here's a guy that lost his starting job two years ago, didn't transfer, said, you know what, I'm going to be a team guy. I'm going to let this play out. And the last 20-some-odd games that he started, he's only lost three or four. And that's a really good, hard-nosed, tough um, quarterback at the next level. Utah, after kind of giving, not, not giving the game away last year against Ohio State, they've never won a Rose Bowl, and they've only been the one prior to this year. I think they want this game, and it's going to be a home game for them. I will go with the Utes. I'm going to roll with you, too. And I and they don't opt out in Utah. They're like yeah. Alabama culture-wise. Their guys are going to play. Yeah. I think their tight end, who's really good, Dalton Kincaid, is out with an injury. Yeah. So that's different. Again, if you're injured, legitimately sit out. But if you're just trying to be cool and say, you know what, I'm just going to go go run my 40-yard dashes and do cone drills for the next four months. Eh, I, I, you know, you guys talked about this earlier, how Nick Saban – says the one thing these young players are missing is actually playing foot. I'm with you. It's like in boxing. These guys don't fight enough. They train all the time. They put up the social media videos of them hitting the mitts, shadow boxing, looking fancy. The one thing they don't do, they don't fight enough and actually get better at the craft. Yeah, I, I, you can practice all you want, coach. You got to actually face live bullets. I was a baseball player. I actually wished I would have played more games instead of just you know hitting off the tee and the batting cage. You got to play ball. You got to actually face live competition. It's the only way to ever really get better at your craft. 
Hey, let me ask you this uh, before you get out of here. Um, the Giants, uh, Daniel Jones, I, I'm on mm. record months ago saying you'll have the best season of his career. Dable's going to give him foundational um, support that he needs, some foundational, some concrete, fundamental, yeah. uh, fundamentally sound offense, not a juggernaut of four coaches every year <clears throat> rotating. Uh, what do you think about the Giants and – can they uh, win a game in the playoffs? You know, I want to see the matchups. I'm with you've turned my my mind or view on Daniel Jones because they ask him to do so much outside of Saquon Barkley. They don't have another legitimate offense. Justin threat. Fields gets bad, but gets praised oh. for not having no line. Daniel Jones just is supposed to do it. Like I'm. Uh, just- do you mean? Do you mean Justin Fields or Neil Anderson 2.0? That. Look, and I like Justin, but that box score yesterday that I, that I tagged you in the tweet, I've never seen anything like it. And every game, he looks like a prize fighter that went 15 rounds. He just looks beat up. He looks dazed. And, Coach, that's in the second quarter. He looks like that early in games because they ask him to do too much. Here's what I do if I'm Dable and the Giants management, because I guess they are going to try to re-sign Daniel Jones. I would if I'm him, I say, okay, if we're not gonna do one of these mega deals, because he's not gonna get that, let's do a short-term deal, two to three years, pay him fairly, but also understand as we go into the offseason, because that defense looks like it's got some real pieces. I would try to get his version of Plax Burris or Amani Toomer, get him a good pass catching tight end, and fortify that offensive line. In other words, this whole offseason has to be about Danny Dimes. Let's give him a shot because I will make this argument. Is Danny Jones an elite quarterback? I would say most people would say no. But I would argue he got as much as he could out of the surrounding parts around him this season. And for that, you have to give him credit. Hey, before we get out of here, uh, fraud or for real? Bucks and Packers, do they have a legit shot at winning a playoff game? Or yes. further, a Super Bowl? I wouldn't say a Super Bowl because I, I think the top end of the conference is pretty good. I, look, you know the team I like in the NFC, and I don't think anyone beats them right now? Niners, even with Purdy. Coach, I think I, they're a first-round exit. The Niners? Really? I'm telling you, dude, it's un, this is some weird shit this year. I'm telling you right now, it ain't going to be a team that we think. It's going to be some weird – like somebody's going to get in – Either like late, I, I don't have the faith in, in in Seattle, but but a team like Green Bay possibly out of nowhere because of Aaron and and this Watson kid who they don't have a lot of film on can go nuts in a playoff game. Receivers have won playoff games in the past. Randy Mosses, we've seen these guys go off. Chris Carter, we've seen guys Jerry Rice lead a team in three wins. Ah, it's gonna be. A- you know what though? Now that I think about it, I'm putting a lot of stock on Brock Purdy. Now that I think about it. Yeah, you know Brock Purdy, man. I see him wiltering in a playoff game of under the big light. I, I just yeah. I, I don't see him. Ha- I don't. But see I him. will say this: the Niners see the Chargers of- making a run. I do because they're healthy. They're healthy now. Look, I, I am not a big Brandon Staley fan, but I got to be fair. That team was banged up from the very beginning. When they have both receivers, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, that's a different offense. They drive the ball down the field. And Mike Williams is an absolute catch radius monster. Some of the grabs he makes, the Chargers are gelling at the right time. I would hate to have to play them early because they got a talented roster. 
Going back, uh, Packers or Bucks? The Buccaneers, despite their record, they seem to be coming together a little. They're going to get a home game, though, right? Because they're a division winner, right? Bucks are, yeah. They're going to probably play the Cowboys, it looks like. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. All the pressure would be on Dak. Wouldn't, oh, wouldn't it not. is. And Tom Brady's going to win again. I'm telling you. Oh, what? boy. Oh, boy. What? I, so out of, Watch. So out of those two teams, I'll take the Bucks. They get a home game. I'm telling you, it's going to be very, very interesting how this thing plays out. Vikings, I think they Fraud. can win a playoff game. I, think, I don't think they're going to be the team you saw yesterday. I think Justin Jefferson will go off in a playoff game. But you have, yeah, but you have Kirk Third Cousins. I, 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 I mean, get it. I get it. I get it. I just, I'm just, look, here's the issue with the Vikings. And again, we're not big analytics or numbers guys, but one stat that always kind of tells you how good a team is is point differential. I think they're actually in the negatives. I think they've actually been outscored throughout the year. Coach, that statistic actually holds up, though. You know, when you're a team that blows teams out, even the bad ones, that says something about your dominance. The Vikings have had at least three, if not four games, where at the end of it, you're thinking, how the hell did they win it? So I I don't know. I, the Vikings, I just don't trust Cousins. I wanted to. I think he's a solid individual. He's been okay, but geez, I don't, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a believer in the Vikings. Hey, let me ask you this. Um, let me ask you this though. They Jefferson can go off and win you a game or two. They're a team though. I have no faith in, of course. Um, the Niners, I absolutely have no faith in, um, the Giants, I don't see. I can see the Giants going further um, than the Vikings and the Eagles. The Eagles will be depending dependent on Jalen Hurts. I think we're seeing his value for for certain limitations he has in his game. We're seeing they're not quite the same team without him. Okay, so well, it's yeah. only because of his feet. It ain't because it of his is. Arm. It is, and by the way, all those quarterbacks that use their feet. It's really too bad you weren't on air last week because I think every single one of them was banged up at the same time. It's the craziest thing. I mean, I was thinking, you know, you need to do an emergency stream here just to gloat for about an hour. Um, hey, I'm going to do a live watch party tonight. I'm going to send you a link. we got to watch yeah. this Monday night game in the new studio. I'm going to have all these three TVs on, and I'm going to be like, look, this here's Burrow, here's Allen, here's the difference. This is what it is. You know, I'm, I'm curious to watch it. Let me ask you this. Where does Sean Payton end up? If I'm Sean Payton. I think it's the other team that Harbaugh don't go to. Denver? I think Denver. I think he's the guy that gets Russ back to the Super Bowl. Here's the interesting thing with Russell Wilson. His game is really about extending plays, getting out of pocket, kind of a scramble ball type of thing. Doesn't Sean Payton really want a Drew Brees, a guy that is very programmed, plays within the system, gets the ball out quickly, consistently. Is he his style of QB, though? Does it fit? Um, I don't know. I, I just, I'm so, I'm so reluctant to give anyone cookies right now, man. It's the, everybody is fucking shitty. And I think Sean Payton is a guy that is going to be able to get Russ back to what he was. Um, before, I mean, the guy went to two Super Bowls, Steve. 
He did, but and he should have won too. They should have won too if they just hand the ball off to Marshawn Lynch. I mean, it is what it is. Russell Wilson's in lore right now it, with two, and so is Pete Carroll, by the way. But you can make an argument that when that Legion of Boom was really humming, it was about the defense and Marshawn Lynch, right? In both years. Yeah, I mean, and Legion <laughs> of Boom and, and Marshawn and. The thing with I've noticed about Russell this year, there is an erosion of athleticism. Still a good athlete. He's not a statue, yeah. but he's at the stage of his life. He can't or is not willing to do the things athletically that he once did. The other thing that I've noticed, and it's been very apparent, when he gets pressure up front right down the middle, Coach, he's now freezing. I'm just hey, telling you. He, he wasn't now, doing karaoke on the airplane at that time. Yeah, I guess he wasn't doing up downs and burpees throughout the hallway. I just, just hey, let, let me ask, let me tell you this though. I came on this show and I said that the Broncos and the Colts are going to have great seasons, and Russell's going to be an MVP. I got to eat crow, right? And of course, everybody lets me know what the two things I've been wrong about all year, but they never say what I've been right about, mm-hmm. right? Of course, that's how it works. So anyway, um, this is the thing I have to say though. When Tim Patrick for the Broncos got hurt, it, I said it on this show, dog, it, he's going to struggle. And then I, I was like, fuck it. I'm just telling you that Denver looked great with Sutton and Patrick, and then and they had all these guys, Judy. Yeah. And then Patrick was the guy in that of, that of that crew. And I'm telling you, next year, Sean Payton goes in there, and Russell will look similar to what he used to yeah, look like. Yeah, but you know what? He's going to have to understand one thing. With Sean Payton, that ball better get off on time and yeah, get off get quickly. Out quick. You're not doing Fran Tarkenton. Uh, that's not, that is not what Sean Payton does. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought it was interesting that some of the wide receivers of the Broncos were tweeting out these long defenses of Russell Wilson. And it's almost he like hey, he fucking paid him. Yeah, and I'm like, hey guys, he's gonna throw you to the football. He has no other choice. Just shut because you're gonna lose the. I'm just telling you because some of those comments, I just just out of curiosity, I scrolled. It, it didn't play well in Denver, coach. Hey, if I don't know what you know, what do I know? But the, when I talk about this quarterback being so bad and mediocre, and and I think the mediocrity is the new excellence in America. That's what it is. This Stidham kid comes in yeah. and looks great. And I, you know, of course, everybody now will have the we'll have the anointers that he's the next fucking Tom Brady today. And then we're gonna have the people that says, Oh, he's lucky. Woo, woo, woo. My point though is that almost any of these backups that we've seen this year on the list that I showed earlier, yeah. all these guys right here have had star-studded games this year. Baker Mayfield had 48 hours. He rips it. NFC Player of the Week. Mike White, everybody thinks he's the next Brady and fucking da-da-da-da-da. And then you got uh, Ritter who comes in one game, does what? Geno was MVP hopeful early on. Dalton was 18 of 22 yesterday, by the way. Sam Darnold come in and threw for 400 almost yesterday in a loss. Stidham comes in and balls. Bridgewater's a journeyman than he is. Dobbs is somebody that, you know, Trey Lance got hurt. Even Jordan Love came in and did decent this year. Um, quarterback play is fucking average, and I think you can win with any of these fucking dudes if you build around them. 
But we're trying to give Kyler Murray $200 million and Lamar Jackson, and you're going to sit there and say, okay, when you're shitty next year because you don't have a left tackle and a wideout, but you paid this fucking quarterback who's a mental midget $200 million, don't be mad. And Hey, but what do I know, Steve? Coach, I'll leave you with this. The worst thing that can happen, the nightmare scenario for the agents of these premium quarterbacks, and they're always the same guy, right? Whoever the Lee Steinberg is of 2022. If Brock Purdy leads them to a Super Bowl, I think every team's going to be like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait. Yes. Brock Purdy yes. just lifted the Lombardi. Yes. Hold on. A seventh-round choice from Iowa State, who was the third quarterback, Wait a minute, wait a minute. We got this all wrong. Yes. We got this all wrong. And and all of a sudden, it becomes the day after Christmas. I mean, you're slashing prices 30% off, 40% off. Because I'm just telling you, you look at that Niners roster, and I know they don't have that one guy that you love on the outside that could take the top off. They have every other piece. And they keep it relatively simple for Purdy outside of about five or six shot plays that they call. But if he wins it, I really wonder if all these GMs and owners are going to huddle and say, wait a minute, are we sure we want to pay $45 million for a relatively unproven commodity? Or do we find our version of Brock Purdy and build around him? I think it's because I'm just telling you, Geno Smith and Jared Goff, as long as you're not overpaying for them, those two franchises have a real opportunity to build around them. No doubt. The mommy said Jalen Hurts will lead the Eagles back to the Super Bowl. I bet you my house Jalen Hurts don't win Ooh. a Super Bowl. Fucking, I'm just telling you. That motherfucker ain't winning no Super Bowl. Hey, Steve, happy New Year, man. I can't wait. Uh, if you're watching the game tonight, jump yeah. on. I'm going to be doing a live. I'm going to be breaking down Burrow and Allen and uh, maybe with Sean. Jump on and talk shit with us. I'll be in there sipping some yak, smoking a stick. Uh Appreciate you, man. And uh, right, brother. Happy New Year. Don't drive today. I won't. I'll take an Uber. Hopefully it won't be an Asian. Got to be safe. Later, be safe, man. Brother. Later. <laughs> um, Steve Kim, always great to have on. Uh, listen, man, we're going to cut the uh, short right here. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Somebody said I need to enable the, uh, the membership. I don't know if I need to do that or not. I don't know if he knows how to become a member. You have to go to a desktop or a laptop. Uh, cell phones are kind of hard to navigate. Um, so make sure you become a member if you aren't one or if you haven't re-upped, get your membership back. And uh, I'll see you tonight for a watch party live for Monday Night Football. Uh, Bills, Bengals, right from the new Slapdick Cigar Studio and Lounge. Make sure you join us in. Come on in tonight. Hit that like button, subscribe, become a member, man. I appreciate seeing you guys again. And stay tuned for the great things that are happening this week, plus the guests that are coming on the show. And uh, I got to go fix a plumbing issue. And finish the studio up, and then hopefully we're up and running tonight for the watch party. But join us tonight, 5 p.m. Pacific, live right here. And I'll see you tomorrow, 6 a.m., God willing. Appreciate you guys, man. I'll see you later on. Peace.